Hi, podcast. Hello, podcast. Hi, podcast. Welcome to the podcast, podcast. Welcome to the podcast, 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 podcast. How have you been? <laughs> the way you started that. Is it? I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Do you want to tell them what we were doing before? We were eating crawfish. Well, I was eating crawfish. I had a po' boy. Emily ate a po' boy and two crawfish. Yeah. Two crawfish. And a sausage that was cooked with the crawfish. Yeah. I had crawfish garlic, crawfish potatoes. I didn't eat any of the mushrooms. Um, and I didn't eat any of the corn. But I will tomorrow. And then we peeled the rest of the tails and we're going to make crawfish, either eggs or pasta. Very fun. Very exciting. I wonder if the podcast knows what crawfish is. Yeah, they have to. I know some people live in live in Louisiana. It's like a seafood boil, but with bugs. <laughs> I mean, I, I would think everywhere. It's like one of those things. You don't have it in everywhere, but you yeah. like know it's in Louisiana. Yeah. Like, you kn- you've heard us talk about crawfish. It's so good. It's so good. The ones we got today were like just the right amount of My spicy. My question is, is there anyone that calls them crayfish? Ew. Or mud bugs. Some places call them mud bugs. Yeah, you don't have to remind that it's a bug. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What? What else have we done? I got a 104 on my econ exam. Oh, the yeah. one I've been so stressed about that you guys know. I was trying to give a, a plot line. We recorded a week ago. So mm-hmm. at last time we recorded, I was at the end of my exams. Mm-hmm. So now you just finished your exams. Yeah. So. I finished. I was so good. I submitted a research paper that was 40 pages long. <laughs> and then I had a different research paper um that i did in like three days it was it was an achievement for me (laughs) i went to that class a total of one time (laughs) and it was the first one and then she said you don't have to come to class if you don't want to it's all online and i never went again (laughs) (laughs) i don't get why they say that they really out in themselves that you can pass the class without showing up that then what are you teaching (laughs) literally but we i did that I submitted both of those papers. I got a 100 on one and then a 97 on the 40-page one. Anyway, I'm also cutting out that entire rant. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I realized about halfway through, I was like, this could get us some heat. Yeah, and we're also like 20 minutes. Oh. Should we start? I think we have enough in there. Cool. We have a lot of crawfish talk. <laughs> have to get my ipad hi podcast i'm over here now. <laughs> yeah no some of the ransom like i'm having fun talking about this we probably don't need it <laughs> it's at 19 percent. i think i can do it i've cut out some pretty controversial shit <laughs> no we don't say much controversial shit no i think we just have strong opinions on like college professors no literally i was like we are definitely roasting like this is a profession like <laughs> i need to Oh, iPads don't have low power? Okay. My iPad might die. I might have to switch to my phone halfway through. That's fine. Okay. My category today is other. Fun. Guess. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a conspiracy? No. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to tell you a little bit about something. And then I have a shit ton 
of like really short stories that I'm gonna read. Okay. Because I was like, I could summarize this, so it's but like it's like a three le- phenomena. Yeah, that affects about fifty percent of the population. Oh, it's a big thing. Lactose intolerance. Yep. Is it? No. It's <laughs> like, bro, what are you telling me about lactose intolerance? The horror. The horrors that come with so ice like cream. So, like, 50% of people experience it? Yeah. Is it a condition or, like, just, like... A borderline. Borderline? So... And it's fucking scary. Is it hallucinating? Kind of. Keep that vein. Keep that vein. Okay. It's right there, bro. Like, di- It's right there. You're right there. <sighs> right there with hallucinating you're so close yeah 50 percent of people do it is it day like the 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 daydreaming but it's like maladaptive daydreaming? yeah maladaptive daydreaming no but borderline you're getting warmer oh, okay i think you can get this one you got real close <laughs> i know but that was like the end of the thought process um oh what could it 50 percent of people go through it and it's like hallucinating and daydreaming but not. But you're seeing things. You are. Okay. You're so close. It's driving me Is crazy. it like when you see the same guy in your dreams? You're like, getting further. Okay, that's... But, well... Con- uh, like, concurrent dreaming? No, but I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Where, like, there's certain p- th- themes that'll pop up in a bunch of people's dreams. Mm. Like, there's a guy that a bunch of people saw in their dreams. Ooh. And nobody knew who the guy was. I want to talk about that more. Yeah. Um. It was God. I was gone. He was revealing himself. Frank, I don't know. No, you're right there. I can't give, I can't let you give it. Okay, okay, okay. It's right there, Emily. Would you go to the doctor for it? Some people have. It's pretty easy to self-diagnose. If so, it happens to you, you know what's happening to you, usually. Abducted by an alien. A lot of people, there are some people in science who think that this, that's why, this is why people think they were abducted by aliens. okay. Bro, what? Like, it, it's shifting realities. You're so fucking close. You're naming everything except the thing. Like, oh, no. You're literally right there. And I, I know you shifting know what this realities. is. Uh, ghost. Um. <laughs> A lot of scientists think that this is an explanation for why people think they were abducted by aliens or think that there were ghostly encounters or bad paranormal experiences, that this is what causes it. It's a condition, very easy to self-diagnose. You know what's happening when it's happening to you. About 50% of people deal with it. Between, it's like the percentage is actually between 8% and 50%. Jeez, this is a wide range. It's a lot. It happens a lot. But most people don't have to go to the doctor for it. Because you know what's happening. I don't know a name for it, though. You're gonna have to tell me. Sleep paralysis. Oh, frick. Yeah. <laughs> like, when sleep paralysis happens... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of, like, something specific like that. No, 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 yeah. But no, that's cool. I'm excited. It's, sleep paralysis is so interesting. So, at first, I was just gonna read you a bunch of sleep paralysis experiences, and then I decided some of the history is so interesting. Okay. And some of the, the science kind of went over my head. Okay. I'll be, it's a, a lot of people think it's actually hereditary. Interesting. That you can inherit certain brain traits from your parents that make it more likely that sleep paralysis will happen um but no yeah it's so fun 
but it also last night i was reading people's sleep paralysis experiences and like lux had to walk me downstairs i was like i can't no some of them were terrifying i was like there's a man in my closet like i can't do it um have you ever experienced sleep paralysis so not that i've known of the only thing is that there was one time when i was in high school i woke up and saw a man in my room and then immediately went back to sleep and then like when i woke up obviously there was not a man in my room but like that is my only like close related experience have you i think so you're like wake you're like awake but you're still dreaming yeah that kind of thing yeah where you're like aware of what room you're in but you're mm-hmm. still dreaming you're like not you're you can't control what's happening yeah and it's like you're just watching from your sleep body yeah and you just watch stuff happen in the room and you wake up and none of that stuff happened. No, yeah. That's a lot of people's experience. Yeah. There's a there's some weird ones, though. Like, people will think their house is being broken into. I have had that. Yeah. Where, like, I, wo- I like, woke up, woke up when the noise happened because there was a break-in. Yeah. And I, like, had to go check. Like, yeah. grabbed a, a knife from my backpack and had to go check. Yeah. Kind of, like, thought someone broke into the house and was just listening to, like, the commotion that happened outside. Yeah. And, like, hear them get through the door. And then they, like... That's super common. And then they, like, broke something. And mm-hmm. it, like, crashed. And it woke me the rest of the way up, I guess. Yeah. And so I went and checked because I really thought someone broke in. Mm-hmm. But, like, the... The... Oh, what was I going to say? It'll come to me the i'm gonna kill myself what am i thinking a lot of people have like there's a very stereotypical version of what sleep paralysis is a lot of people don't realize that that isn't necessarily the default Mm -hmm. and I'll, i'll get into it actually i'm just gonna start because like okay it gets super interesting so the first original definition of sleep paralysis was by samuel johnson in his a dictionary of an english language it was defined as nightmare huh which evolved into our like more modern definition the first time it was used like professionally was by a british neurologist in 1928 in his dissertation called the narcolepsies which I just thought was a fun title. I was like, yeah. that sounds like the Brady Bunch. Like, the yeah. narcolepsies. Like, <laughs> sounds like a band. Literally. <laughs> um, so, it's essentially, it's a state where you are awake, but you cannot move, you cannot speak, and it usually happens while you're in the process of waking up or falling asleep. So, it's, it's some disconnect where your brain... Your body is still asleep. Yeah, something's moving faster than the other. Mm -hmm. And your brain will wake up or you're, like, you will be conscious, but the rest of your brain is still asleep. The thing that makes it spooky is that it usually is accompanied by, like, crazy, vivid, realistic, intense hallucinations. Because you're literally dreaming while you're awake. Yeah. And because it's called... I get to it later. I'm so out of order. It's called the threat hypervigilance thing where it's like you wake up paralyzed and you're so scared that your waking dreams automatically become nightmares. Yeah. Because you are scared. Your anxiety's going. Mm-hmm. So your subconscious It's literally it's a self-fulfilling it. prophecy. Most people do not have good experiences. No. <laughs> I found one. <laughs> and spoiler alert, she saw penguins in her room. 
Yo. <laughs> and I was like, Emily loved bang- bang- I'm bang. so jealous. They were just like waddling around in her bedroom. I've seen people walk into the room. No, like, that's a common one. When I was reading it, I was thinking about you. I was like, I shouldn't do this. It's going <laughs> to wake up something in Emily. <laughs> no, like I definitely was. It was one time when I was kind of little. I was sleeping in my mom's room mm-hmm. and someone walked in with a mariachi hat. You told me about and this. And, like, a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm prone to, like, vivid dreams, too. Yeah. We've talked about that. I think my brain is just fat. Like, yeah. I'm a light, light sleeper because mm-hmm. my brain won't calm the fuck down. Yeah. And it's, like, I think it's from stuff like that where I have very vivid dreams, vivid nightmares, and, like, sleep paralysis, very vivid, like, awake dreams. I, I, used, I daydream heavy, especially Same. in car rides. Same. I, I, like, it's a problem with driving. We've talked about that. Yeah. I have to be very, that's why I refuse to use cruise control. Mm-hmm. And so people call me crazy for it. Adam and Lauren have yeah. both gotten on me, like, why not use cruise control? It's like, I am so prone. I will crash. I will daydream. Yeah. I have to have every, like, ounce of my thought process beyond driving. And I'm a good driver. It's not like yeah, I've ever come. I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> I'm close to. I drive for, for DoorDash. Like, yeah. it's all I do some days. And I've never had an issue with it. But I know that yeah. if I, like, let myself chillax too much, I will daydream. No it was same. a problem in class. Yeah. Like, I'd rather sit there and study and, like, teach myself something. Because I will daydream so hard if mm-hmm. I'm not interested in class. My problem comes, I've said it before, I think, I can't listen to music while I drive. Yeah. It triggers my maladaptive daydreaming so hard. Like, I'll just be gone and on autopilot and that's not safe. No. So I had to change and start listening to podcasts while I drive. And it's great. I love podcasts. But, like, I cannot listen to music. Point blank, period. Will crash the car. Mm -hmm. Like, the Kia and I will die (laughs) because of alec benjamin (laughs) but no no no. so yeah 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 no yeah day and maladaptive daydreaming is so fucking common everybody does it everybody daydreams but like i i even had this conversation with lux once like we were in the car lux was driving listening to music and was talking and i even said like you don't daydream do you because like lux couldn't deal with the silences Mm -hmm. like if Like, if my brain went silent for a second, it would just flip on something else. Lux's doesn't do that. Like, we were driving, and Lux would not stop talking. I was like, you're ruining my movie. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I love them so much. But it was so interesting, because not everybody does it. Yeah. But we also had a crazy conversation about, like, thinking and dreaming once, and it's we do it differently, and it's crazy. Yeah, it's so weird to think about how people dream and think differently like thinking about it it makes you all real people <laughs> like <laughs> this is my fantasy <laughs> i'm i'm the only conscious human <laughs> but no 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 yeah so the biggest symptom symptom of sleep paralysis is the not being able to move the hallucinations are the kicker and that's like most people after it happens like the first time it happens they'll be so freaked out and usually the first thing you do is google couldn't move <laughs> while i was sleeping and yeah it's the first thing that pops up um, if you Google sleep paralysis, the first thing that comes up is WebMD telling you how to diagnose it. And it's literally like, could you not move? Okay, cool. Okay, there it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Done. Literally, it's in the name. Paralysis. But a lot of people don't necessarily start with a full-fledged hallucination. It's usually sounds that happen first. Like, you'll hear humming Ooh. or hissing, static, buzzing, or voices 
whispers. Some people, it's very common to feel pressure on your chest or pain in your head. And then usually then that's when the fear or the panic happens. And then that's when the the hallucinations will usually rear their heads. Some people have even had full-on sensations of being dragged out of bed whoa that's weird was more common than i realized like a lot of people will have like will feel whatever it is that's happening um i think it's i thought you meant like physically fell out of the bed they'll think they did um it's a misconception that with sleep paralysis it whatever you're dreaming can't touch you no yeah it, it can interact with you it's your dream if you think you know what it feels like to be like disemboweled like, your brain will fill in the gaps. Yeah. You will feel whatever it is that's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very scary. Because, <laughs> like, there are people who have, like, told stories of, like, I had sleep paralysis and I thought my arm got cut off. Ugh. Because it it feels so real. And it's, like, it's worse when you already have, like, vivid dreams. Because mm-hmm. now it's, like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the dreams are out to get you now. Yeah. And then... The things that come with that are, like, supernatural creatures. Monsters. But some science, I I copy and pasted this from Wikipedia. I was like, I have to talk about it. But, like, I don't understand what they're saying. But it was, so, there's this theory that it's an overlap from REM and then the waking stages of sleep. Okay. Cool. Um, some information is individuals who have sleep paralysis have shorter REM sleep latencies than normal or like shorter sleep cycles in general some research has shown there's genetic components um it's some of the stuff that is thought to cause sleep paralysis is hereditary it's just like we think this is what causes sleep paralysis and you may have inherited it from your mother yeah i mean like certain like the way your brain's set up like yeah the, the the way they're connected might be a little different yeah. and stuff like that. And um, a, a, the core components of sleep paralysis, though, are universal. Um, but, like, the there are some differences also in, like, how, like, time and place and, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the science. <laughs> I tried so hard to understand it, and I was like, this is a true crime podcast. <laughs> like, um, Google it if you're interested. Yeah, but there's a lot of common tropes. A lot, a lot of common tropes that are just across the board. People who didn't even know what sleep paralysis was, who experienced it the first time, and it's one of the most common tropes. Um, the biggest thing is that there is in some intruder mm-hmm. in the room with you. A lot of people will think that they see someone walk into their room. Yeah. Or another common one is, like, coming up from the end of your bed or from behind a door or something. Um, And a lot of people won't recognize it as a nightmare at first. Like, they will think it's a person, a full-fledged person. Mm -hmm. Some people experience the same thing in a different font where it's, like, they think it's a demon. Yeah. It'll be, like, human-esque. Jump straight to demon. Yeah yeah a lot of them were like it was a demon one guy was like slender man knockoff like (laughs) i was like you know i like that one better yeah um another one is the presence of an incubus 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because you have, you've seen the picture, everybody's seen the picture of the girl sleeping with the demon sitting on her chest. Yeah. Apparently that's an incub- incubus. Didn't know that. I thought incubuses were sex demons. Um, and they are, but it's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, the feeling of floating is a thing. And then there is something called the night hag. Hello? If you have a spare moment in your day, go to the sleep paralysis page, scroll down to the hallucinations section, and click the night hag. <laughs> because if you Google it, the first thing that pops up is D&D. Because apparently there's a thing in D&D oh. called the night hag. But the night hag Wikipedia page is the most interesting thing I've ever read, and I had to stop reading it. <laughs> um, It's a creature that is like goes hand in hand with sleep paralysis but this thing has been around forever huh it's the thing in the picture like it's that little thing that like sits on your chest but it's it's a folkloric creature that stands on your chest and the wikipedia page is so interesting because it's a bunch of different descriptions of night hags all over the world and they're different depending on where you go so like a fee for fun in Scandinavian folklore, sleep paralysis is caused by a mare, a supernatural cre- creature related to incubi and succubi. The mare is a damned woman who is cursed, and her body is carried mysteriously during sleep without her noticing. In this state, she visits villagers and sits on their rib cages while they're asleep, causing them to experience nightmares. Huh. <laughs> What? That's wild. In Fiji, the experience is interpreted as Kano Tavero being, quote, eaten by a demon. In many cases, the demon can be the spirit of a recently dead relative who has come back from some unfinished business or come to communicate some important news to the living. Often, persons experiencing, often persons sleeping near the afflicted person say, eat, eat in attempt to prolong the possession for a chance to converse with the dead. <laughs> what? Imagine waking up and people are chanting eat around the you. The person waking up from the experience is often asked to immediately chase the spirit of the dead relative, which sometimes involves literally speaking to the spirit or telling him or her to go away using expletives. <laughs> What? <laughs> you curse him out? <laughs> Literally. In Mongolian culture, nightmares in general, as well as sleep paralysis, are referred to by the verb phrase kar dakar, um, meaning to be pressed by the black or when darkness presses. That's weird. In the southern United States, the south, it's sometimes <laughs> referred to as witch riding. Huh. What? (laughs) It was just such a fun Wikipedia page. But, so, now we get into, like, other stuff. So, like, the threat hypervigilance is a thing. So, it's when your nervous system is inaccurately filtering information. Like, your senses and stuff. And it gives you an enhanced state of sensitivity. So, increased anxiety is the thing. And then, sometimes it's increased exhaustion excuse me, a high response to stimuli, constant scanning of the environment, and increased arousal (laughs) for some reason. 
I don't know why. It's because the, the succubi, the incubi are there. I don't know why being anxious gives you a boner, but, um, so when you wake up paralyzed, you feel vulnerable, and then your emergency response is activated. Literally, your fight or flight, and you can't fight or flight, so <laughs> you have no choice but to freeze, baby. Yeah. Um, so the helplessness makes it super intense, and this is why the hallucinations are thought to be, like, so crazy intense, because it's, like, you're literally you're feeling it. up. It. Yeah. yeah. So now some fun stuff. Yay. Um, so I started by trying to summarize these Reddit stories, and then I realized they were just too short. Yeah. Um, so there's some Reddit ones, and then a lot of ones from Thought Catalog. Interesting. So scary. (laughs) So scary. So the first one, um, they'd experienced sleep paralysis a few times, but (laughs) the first one took the cake for, like, the worst time. And it started when they were laying on their side and there was pressure, like there was something on top of them. And just as they realized they were paralyzed and began to panic, something whispered in their ear, just coming in to say goodnight. (laughs) Ew. Ew is right. Yeah, that's gross. Just coming in to say goodnight. I've heard talking from underneath the bed was one of the worst ones i've had ew what did they say i don't it was like you could just not make it out it was loud enough to know when sentences started where it no, started yeah. stuff but like couldn't make it out and it's because you can't like read in your sleep yeah it's like your brain won't formulate words that way mm-hmm. but like i was awake enough to be like they're under the bed they're in the mattress speaking Blech. it was gross that was a common one too where people not necessarily under the bed but like just out of earshot yeah people outside of your door was a big one, or people, like, would hear things very, very close to their ears, but it'd be in, like, almost backwards English. Big so one. <laughs> it, right, it wouldn't be in a different language. Like, you could clearly tell they were speaking English, but you would not be able to interpret the words at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> oh, Lux says there's another place doing tattoos. I think we forgot to mention that we're recording on Friday the 13th. Yeah, this, happy Friday the 13th. Happy Friday the 13th. Um... Yeah, you you asked me the other day if I wanted to go with y'all, and I thought about it, but I don't want to get anything right before I leave. They're only, like, 20 bucks, and they're small. No, if it gets infected or something, because oh. I'll be away and then have to deal with it, and I know sometimes the effect, infection won't pop up for, like, a week. You should still get it. Lux just texted me that there's another place. Because <laughs> the place we were going to go was, like, last year when we went, I got my little birdcage, Lux got flowers. It was every artist was doing them. So there was all these different books and you could pick which artist you wanted. Mm-hmm. This time there was only one at the place we usually go and I did not like his tattoos. They were all Friday the 13th related. Oh. It was like it was like Jason masks and stuff and I was like, I don't want that on my body. I don't want yeah. that on my body. No, it's I cool. wanted a little ghost. <laughs> I was like, I, I was, I literally was like, Lux, how much convincing do you think it would take for Emily and I to get matching ghost tattoos? <laughs> Not much. Not much. I was like, <laughs> I want it on the back of my elbow. Like, I was like, that'd be so cute. Like, <laughs> just a little ghost. But they didn't have any. And Lux so wants a moon. But <sighs> Lux is telling me that there's a ghost oh, on no. another one. How booked out are they i will pay for your tattoo (laughs) um anyway so another user talked about a bunch of different encounters they had um they saw a cat-sized creature thing crawl up the entirety of their bed their sheets and then sat down on their chest 
but like it started at the bottom and now we're here like um the second time a shadowy figure of a man was walking around their room and then walked behind an open door and disappeared ew the this time the third time they saw a couple of penguins (laughs) i want the penguin one um another user wrote that they had sleep paralysis like pretty often to the point where now they can recognize when it's happening and they've seen some pretty scary stuff um specifically there was a little girl who would stand in the corner of their room not even close to them just like there and stare at them um but then without any notice she would start screaming and she'd run up super fast and then (laughs) choke you whoa that's bad um a large dark figure that's vaguely a human silhouette would rise from the foot of their bed and just stare down at them um a bedroom door opening by itself and figures coming in that's gross yeah Um, i hate when it's someone entering yeah they said the worst part was trying to fight or call for help because nothing would happen um you were completely at the mercy of your own brain now they just close their eyes and don't open them no matter what um but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you wake up yeah you stop they just kind of have to listen and live through whatever it is um so they can still feel and hear everything yeah and your brain's still just making whatever happen and sometimes it feels like they're being dragged away or like just constant touching or muffled voices um but they just like keep their eyes closed that's gross. I one time had a, uh, it felt like the room was full of crickets. I thought there were crickets all over me <gasps> and like on the floor and stuff. Em, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's just like, it like, it really is like, in the moment you don't think you're dreaming, but when you wake up, wake up, you're like, oh, it's a bad nightmare. But like, you're aware of what room you're in. It's like, you're awake, but not awake. Weird. It's weird as hell. Ew. <laughs> no. I think, like, it's so weird to me that not everyone goes through, like, that, like you said, it's only 50% of people. Because to me, it's like, is, it happens like nightmares happen. It's just like what happens when you go to sleep. You might wake up in the room, not awake. Full of crickets. Full of crickets. But I'm also one of those people who, like, I also can't lucid dream. Oh, yeah. Like, I've tried, and I can't do it. Like, my brain doesn't work like that. Yeah, I think, like... Because Adam's the same way. Can't do that. And it's because he's a heavy, heavy sleeper. Mm-hmm. Like, stage four. Like, when an extra step past a sleep. You can't. You sometimes can't wake Adam up. Yeah. Like, have to put ice on him to, to wake him up. Because if you shake him, he will not wake up. Insane. And it's weird. <laughs> because if Insane. you drop a pin in the same building I'm in, I'm up. No, yeah. I wake up at anything. The air condition breathes on me wrong. And I'm up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, my brain is so active while I'm asleep. Insane. It's so weird. Hmm. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> but yeah, now I have some stuff I'm going to read to you. Okay. Okay. Quote, I've had cycles of sleep paralysis for as long as I can remember and regularly see two different demons. The hallucinations are visual, auditory, and you can physically feel them sometimes. They've become more vivid as I've gotten older. One is a tall, dark, hooded figure that always stood at the bottom of my bed. My scariest experience was with him was when I woke up one night with sleep paralysis, and the big spooky hooded bastard was standing right next to me. 
His hood was covering his face, but I knew he was watching me and I knew he was evil. The second one I see is a smallish gremlin type creature (laughs) that's got pointy features and is a browny greenish color. Very similar to the one in the painting, but I've seen him before and I before I had even seen the painting or knew what sleep paralysis was. He normally appears when I'm on my back and then restricts my breathing and speaks in a weird whispery language. I woke up once and he was crouched. Whoa. <laughs> Everything just happened. It's him. The gremlin demon. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna scare someone. <laughs> I woke up once and he was crouching in the corner of the ceiling. And when I looked at him, he turned his head, looked right at me, and smiled. I woke up on my side once and I could hear him behind me, speaking in his freaky language. And then I felt his snake like tongue going in my ear and oh. making a slithery noise. That's awful. I can't tell you how glad I was when I found out that there was a scientific explanation for it and that I wasn't just being haunted. (laughs) Maybe you are, though. No, yeah. I can't explain how so many people with sleep paralysis see similar demons and how we all just know that the things we're seeing are evil. But sometimes I choose not to think about it for too much for the sake of being able to sleep again. Imagine if your ear got tongued in the middle of the night. No, I don't want to think about that. Right in your ear. Right in your earball. I think I'd cry. No, yeah, that's so awful. It's just yucky. Like, yeah, it goes, you can't move. It's not like you can, like, roll over and forget about it. Also, you're imagine. stuck in whatever way you wake up. Imagine you're, like, laying on your back and you just see the corner of your ceiling and see, like. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> like, I. um so this one another one first of all they say i'm typing this quick at work um sorry for any errors (laughs) the disclaimer i get mine about once a month usually somewhere near the full moon which is odd it starts out usually with me waking up i can always tell what is about to happen so i try and scream and wake someone up to shake me out of it if that doesn't work i try to move my limbs and force myself to roll out of bed and wake up This typically doesn't work, so I just know it's time for a visit. A shadow forms along the floorboards of my bed and starts going up towards the wall. I can then feel the presence of radio or TV static. This shadow starts to form into a demon similar to the early renditions of Slenderman. He has no eyes or face, just little balls of static where the facial structure should be. He slowly starts edging closer and closer to my face and the volume of the static will rise and I can feel it very lightly shocking me. It then puts me into some sort of weird trance by grabbing the sides of my face and screaming directly into it. This is the scariest part. (laughs) The scream is so shrill I can't even describe to you how terrible it is. As this happens, the room starts to turn red and these giant arms start to form into long spikes. So while I'm stunned slash hypnotized, it starts taunting me with the spikes, rubbing them around my neck and heart. It then reaches up and stabs directly into my throat, and then I wake up. Bad. 
what got me about that one was like i know it's time for a visit yeah it's reoccurring like same thing a, happens the same thing it's a month a month that's awful to the moon like yeah that's weird that it's on the moon cycle no, that's crazy you should start keeping track of your sleep paralysis i was about to say sleep. they have it like a, a a period tracker for theirs they're like i had happened on this day you start being able to predict it yeah i can know when like i can lucid dream no i was just like fight it off in my own sleep paralysis they show up and you're like sup <laughs> i mentally prepared myself beforehand <laughs> so i knew what was gonna happen yeah um hi charles how are you like dude that's so weird. I know, like, I would, I don't know. I used to, like, write some of the dream, my dreams down. Just mm-hmm. because I had a lot of dreams. And I knew if you wrote them, you'd remember them better. Yeah, you remember, you start to just learn how to remember what you're dreaming about. Mm-hmm. But I was already pretty good at recalling my dreams. For whatever reason. Um, so I kind of, like, got out of the habit of it. But I know it makes you, like, dream more, too. Like, yeah. your dreams are longer and mm-hmm. stuff. So that that is a weird concept to try to like pay attention to it. Would that make it happen more? Probably. Or like more vivid? Like your brain like knows how to process it better when you give more processing power to it. Oh, like so would you... that make it worse? Or would it make it better because then your fight or flight's not kicking in? That's true. Yeah, like, I guess it would. You know that it's going to happen. You can prepare like mentally. This time it's not going to be scary. Yeah, that is interesting. This time I get the penguin scape. And then it shows up and you're like sup bro want to play xbox you want to have some pillow talk like let's (laughs) come on come over here how's your day how are your kids have you gotten a break recently you come here pretty often (laughs) do you need a vacation like do they give you time off (laughs) pto um this next one is i have a few different sleep paralysis demons and one sort of sleep paralysis guardian angel the demon ones are usually shadowy figures standing over me or by my bedroom door The worst one was while I was laying on my side with my back to the door, it felt like someone got into bed with me, under the covers, and then put their arm around my waist. It felt like they were cuddling into me and I could feel breath on my neck. It felt like they cuddled me for about half an hour. All this time I'm trying not to show that I'm panicking because it feels like I'm getting cuddled by a skeleton with claws. It was only about, (laughs) he was tired, (laughs) the second, maybe third time I'd had sleep paralysis, so I nearly had a heart attack when this thing felt like it was moving in closer to kiss me behind the ear. (laughs) Worst of all, it whispered, not yet, you're not ready yet, I'll come back when you are. (laughs) To me, it sounded disappointed, yet excited. It was trying to get some. (laughs) It felt like it was silently telling me that it meant it was coming back when I was about to die scared the fucking shit out of me oh i thought i was trying to get some it's it like, also you weren't old enough to get some <laughs> <laughs> i will be back when you're of age my sleep paralysis demon was trying to get some <laughs> my sleep paralysis demon's down bad <laughs> and that's the name of this week's episode but my sleep paralysis guardian angel was a weird experience i'd been getting sleep paralysis on and off for about 18 months by this point so i could usually tell straight away when it was happening At first, I thought it was the usual demon things beside my bed, but then I looked properly and realized I could clearly see a man kneeling next to my bed and smiling at me. It wasn't a creepy smile, more like a parent coming to check on their kid. He looked like he was dressed in a 50s style suit and hat. He didn't say anything, although I got the sense that he was letting me know everything would be alright and he was looking after me. The strangest thing about my sleep paralysis guardian angel was that it felt like I knew him. 
almost like when you see a relative you were around a lot when you were really young and then didn't see for kid and then didn't see for years i'd only ever seen people talking about the demon things i've always wondered if anybody else had seen any garden guardian angel type as well interesting have you ever had a good sleep paralysis I mean, experience? they're just, they're usually creepy, even if they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had where a little girl is in the room, mm-hmm. literally just stood there. Yeah. Like, didn't have the weird run-up thing. <laughs> you didn't that's... get choked out by a child? No, no, I did not. I But I have had a little girl in, like, a, it was, like, a white, bluish dress. It was a light blue, I guess, or white dress. So the little girl from The Shining. No, not like that, though. It was, like, white but like a bluish tint to it okay it was like off white but not in the cream way okay um and she has like long wavy blonde hair but like a little girl but her hair's really long mm-hmm. i don't know some like tangled stuff it's not <laughs> that like trailing behind her but weird for that little of a kid and that one's like never done anything mm-hmm. it will just stand there but some like i don't know mine aren't as active as some of yeah. these stories a lot of them will just kind of something is in the room yeah. kind of thing so i don't know if some of them are good or bad you should write them down yeah i can start like, drawing them I was just like keep track because i wonder if it's like different archetypes because like there are some that i mean not every experience is bad but usually it's like the shadow man and some people see like um it's the shadow thing and then the top hat man is another one that i saw a lot like people see specifically a shadow demon but specifically one with a top hat on that's so fun and that's how they differentiate it too like i i have like reddit is crazy for this shit no i have i've only looked into it some because when i would like first start realizing that's what was happening was like i was like i just thought it was a nightmare where i knew i was awake yeah. kind of thing but then hearing the definition of sleep paralysis like that might be what was happening mm-hmm. so i looked into it like of course on reddit was like what are other people doing is like i'm going to give myself like food for thought yeah like i'm going to unlock demons yeah, this no, way literally. new smash bros characters no, like so i only read some new smash, new smash bros demons is the name of this week's episode <laughs> no but it, it like it never did that though like i always had just my own mm-hmm. but it would there was a guy that would also stand at the end of my bed again never did anything except, can you move or talk at all no no okay Mm-mm. i mean you can think mm-hmm. and so it sometimes it seems like they can share your thoughts Okay. But I also have a very big irrational fear of mind reading. So I think that's just one of my anxieties yeah. playing itself out where I can communicate in my head with these things because they can read my mind. Right. Because that's an anxiety that's your fear, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know, there's yeah, I'd like I've seen a shadow thing too though, and I just attribute to it. I played a lot of horror games. Yeah. Like that's what's in horror games is a shadow figure. A shadow man. Yeah. So I've seen a shadow man. Yeah. In the the but the house is also haunted. Like, so how do you <laughs> differentiate? The house is haunted, and there is a shadow man that lives in the house independently of the sleep paralysis. So it's like, how do you know which one's like which? It. We need like <laughs> collars on them to <laughs> differentiate. No, yeah, it's like clap once if you're the demon from my dreams. Clap twice if you're the demon from the garage. Like, <laughs> hi, Uncle Dave. Hi. <laughs> anyway, um, interesting. Another one. I had the classic, I think, sleep paralysis hallucination, was in a funny, fuzzy state, believing I was awake, a shadow in the corner of my room started to move, and then an old lady walked up and got closer to me. First, her hands crawled up my legs, and then she climbed onto the bed and on top of my torso. 
I couldn't breathe and my arms were locked on either side of my body. Worst sleep experiences I've ever had. Even worse than when my cat passed out after headbutting my bedroom door and woke me up in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's so funny. I love the disclaimer that, like, no, yeah, it was worse than when my cat knocked, knocked itself unconscious. <laughs> But, like, the old lady imagery was interesting to me because that's not common. Yeah, no, I don't. You've never seen an old lady? No. Damn. I was hoping you'd be, like, a new character unlocked. <laughs> you will tonight. Yeah, now I'm going to have sleep paralysis. I'm so tonight. sorry. <laughs> no. Um, one night, I was trying to fall asleep, and my arm fell through the bed. Obviously, my physical arm was still laying on the bed. Usually when this happens, I just pick my arm up, but this time I got curious. How long would it last? So I started waving my arm around, and then my shoulder slipped through. This was new and exciting. I moved (laughs) my fingers around, swung my arm some more, and then got bold. I consciously attempted to push my head through my bed. It worked, but what I saw was nothing. I don't mean I couldn't see, but it was as if something was in fact nothing in this place. I must totally sound bonkers right now. I could feel, though, that there was something further away. My fear being exactly zero at this point and my curiosity impossible to control, I threw caution to the wind and tried to reach out as far as I could for whatever it was I could feel out there. Big mistake. My leg slipped. The rest of my torso slipped, my other arm slipped, and my hips started to fall in. At this very last moment, when my left leg was all that was attached and was about to go, I realized somehow that what I was reaching for was not a thing I wanted to interact with. There was fear, of an intensity equal to my rage during sleep paralysis. Fear like I've never experienced. At this point, I tried to pull back. But there was nothing I could do. I tried to swing my leg back up to smash it into my body, but it was stretched down like it was being pulled into a void. My other knee slipped, nothing but my foot and ankle down and part of my left hip holding me up at this point. I was pretty sure I was about to be gone, whatever that means. Just at the last second, something reached in, grabbed my shoulder, and yanked me back up. Like it was nothing. I really can't explain this properly either. The hand felt solid, powerful, like I like it was in its natural inhabit, uh, habitat. It pulled me back up with all of the difficulty of lifting a cotton ball. I slammed back into my body with a feeling of finality, as if to say, no fucking way I'm letting you fall into that. <laughs> Bro almost died. No, that yeah. was just dying. That was the void? you saw the void (laughs) that that's not sleep paralysis you just died and came back that was god (laughs) or i was trying to think of something else to say i was gonna say elvis 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 you know there's an elvis movie being made interesting i think tom hanks is somehow involved huh i really hope he's not elvis though it might be kind of (laughs) weird Yeah, famous being famous people playing famous people is always funny. Mm-hmm. Who was Rami Malek when he played? He's Freddie Mercury. Yeah, they look like the same. They look similar. Yeah, that that was weird. Or we talked about it, I think, on last episode. Ross Lynch playing Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, like <laughs> that's creepy. And like, you good, bro? Like, I couldn't imagine playing that type. Yeah. Like, 
mm. playing a serial killer. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. You have to, like, get into their mindset, and that's the... I don't want to be there. It's like when um, Heath Ledger, like, the Joker stuff, and then he died. Like... Yeah. <laughs> anyway... I've been suffering from sleep paralysis on a regular basis for almost the past three years, usually one or two times a week at the moment. Most of the time, I see someone in the corner of my room coming slowly towards me, or even some kind of goblin, falmer-like creature climbing from the window to get into my room. The scariest hallucination was one time when I fell asleep on the couch and woke up in some sort of forest. There was a whitish mist and dark trees everywhere, and there was something breathing heavily behind me. Couldn't do anything, of course. I thought I was tied up or something. Upon waking, I realized that the trees I was seeing were the folds in the couch, and the white mist were light reflections from the computer. I fell asleep facing the couch, the computer behind me on a stool. Shit was terrifying. That is weird. Another one. I found myself unable to move with a puppet dropping out of the shadows of the ceiling. <laughs> I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I was frozen as ice. Even my breathing didn't seem real. He dropped onto my chest with an appropriately sized carving knife and cut into me, but I still couldn't move. It was a dream. It was my imagination. It was something in between, but regardless, it wasn't real. Of course, my, ma- my brain made me think the pain was real. It happened a lot. Each time the situation slightly changed. Sometimes my lips felt like they could move, but were sewn shut or sealed, like in the Matrix. The last time it happened, I remember raising my hand at the last minute and grabbing it by the neck, crushing it before it could even cut me. Sleep demons, paralysis, reoccurring nightmares, whatever it was, after on and off for a good eight months, it was finally gone. Huh, they killed it? No, yeah. That's wild. There was a lot of stories like that where one I saw, I don't even remember if I copied it in here, was a kid told his parents, like he saw a demon and he was scared and he was eight and he told his parents about it and they were like, oh, that's the devil. Like they just told this kid that it was real and that it was the devil because the devil persecuted anyone who was of faith to try and convince you God wasn't real. It was some, like, eccentric shit. And so this kid went the rest of his life having sleep paralysis, like, a lot. Um, And every time he thought it was completely real. Jesus. And thought it was the devil persecuting him. Testing him. Yeah. And it wasn't until he was older that he realized what it was. And as soon as he realized that it was, like, science, it stopped happening (laughs) forever. That's awful. They tormented their kid. No, literally. And they were just like, no, it's real, Timmy. Like, dude, imagine sitting your kid down and be like, yeah, no, that scary thing that is the devil. you were kind of sure was a nightmare wasn't, and it actually was a demon, the devil, Who came to, to kill, kill you. specifically you. Is after testing specifically you. That, that has to be the least helpful way to handle that situation. Imagine going to Sunday school and sitting around like, so I saw the devil last night. Yeah, <laughs> at least you're cool. Like, in church, you're like, the devil's testing me since I'm such a strong believer. <laughs> No, Timmy, you're having sleep paralysis. <laughs> oh my god. It was insane. It was insane. The religious trauma from <laughs> I read that and I was like, call CPS. <laughs> yeah, like, that's insane. That's so crazy. Um, This one is, I had the sudden urge to wake up one night. 
as much as I tried to open my eyes, I couldn't. I couldn't move my body. I could only get my eyes open for about a split second. And each time I opened them, I could see a figure getting closer and closer to my bed. Until I think I woke myself up out of fear because I don't remember at what happened after it got about two feet away from me. I was 16 when it happened to me and I had no clue what it was. So for two weeks, I was convinced that my house was haunted. I did not sleep <laughs> well or without a light on. It wasn't until my I told my mom and dad about it that she said it sounded like sleep paralysis. Could you imagine though? I like how these parents came out. No, these, par- there's, these, these parents were like, I'm not tormenting Timmy. <laughs> but like, imagine only like it gets closer and closer and you don't know what happens it's the bean it literally is that scp it's the snail it literally is the weeping angels oh my god (laughs) fuck that snail just put a glass cup over it you're fine yeah i mean wasn't he like all knowing he knows how to get out of a cup okay so let him it'll at least hold him back for a few years yeah i like all the calculations of like how fast a snail is and how much if you just like moved mm-hmm. he would never catch up because of like angles yeah i loved all that that snail haunts a lot of people though a lot of people think about that snail on a semi-regular basis i always i think the snail's so funny i didn't learn about it until i was later in life thank god <laughs> so the snail doesn't haunt me like it does others um oh this one sucked (laughs) um i copy pasted so many i was like we'll shop whenever it feels right (laughs) so i have reoccurrent isolated sleep paralysis i have these episodes often and honestly they're terrifying most of the time i see these seven foot tall cloaked figures that sway and chant one of the worst one that springs to mind was when I woke up. Obviously, I couldn't move except my eyes, crushing weight on the chest, you know, the huge. And I could hear noises downstairs in my kitchen. And then I heard footsteps slowly coming up the stairs, and they stopped for a second. And then I heard something absolutely gunning it down the hallway towards my room and slam into my bedroom door. <sighs> Silence after that. There was also a time where the little girl from The Ring was sitting in the corner of my room and breathing heavily. I once had a giant bird trying to eat me. It felt like it was scratching at my skin and everything. I get it a couple times a week. There's so many more I'm missing out, but they're, they aren't fun. <laughs> the disclaimer that they aren't fun. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I didn't think the giant bird eating you was too thrilling. No, what that, run, could you imagine hearing something run down the hall and, and hit, hit the your door? door? Oh my god. And then just stop. Like, you know it's out there. It just ran into your door. <laughs> Homie homie he knocked himself out like the cat <laughs> it was the cat it went bong. <laughs> yeah it was that lady's cat got into your house that night um i always see something peeking over the edge of the mattress and then standing up and just staring at me sometimes it touches my feet and actually i can actually feel fingernails going up and down my toes i never see its face though because it's completely ba- black literally the creepiest shit that has ever happened that's awful imagine just like boop you look over and something's playing with your toesies no literally (laughs) poking up just the top of the head yeah like like, scratching at your feet and then standing up and staring at you gross yeah (laughs) you watch you freeze 
sleep paralysis. Um, oh. No, eh, that was kind of boring. It was a cloaked figure. Ah. Uh. Um, this is word for word what I experience two to three times a month, except it's obviously a feminine voice telling me, go back to sleep, or good night, baby, and I can see her face and body. She's draped in black clothing that seems wet. Skeleton hands, but very soft, feminine young face. Eyes like black holes. She's always sitting on my chest. I like to refer to her as bitch. When she leaves me alone, <laughs> I go flying through infinity. <laughs> what? I like to refer to her as bitch. <laughs> That's a weird thing that she seems wet. Like, it's like soaking wet. Why is she moist? <laughs> It made me think of like the the um woman in white La Lorena. Yeah. Where like she drowned her kids. Yeah. La Lorena. Did are you just haunted? Yeah. I think she's just haunted. <laughs> Where's the line between I think you're just haunted and no it's sleep paralysis? Yeah, how do we know who's possessed and who's not? I don't want to think about it. I had them frequently a few years back. I'd wake up unable to move and get freaked out having to focus all my energy on rolling out of the paralysis. Eventually, however, I just decided to go with it, accepting that I couldn't move, and that's where it got more interesting. As I lay there, I'd hear my housemates calling me or my phone ringing or knocks at the door, which would convince me to bring myself out of it, but were always false. As I stopped falling for these tricks, I'd start hearing nightmarish whispers in my ear and a prevailing sense of dread. Once I'd learned to accept these things, I experienced a sinking sensation and things got going a lot darker as I, quote, descended downwards out of my room and my head and senses would kind of vibrate. Then I'd be catapulted (laughs) upwards. And let loose to fly around. I could never control it enough to stay local. Lots of spacey type locations as I seemed to get launched very high. A few times I found my way to a wintry tree type place with a stone circle. And on more than one occasion this cavey, deserty pyramid area where it seemed I was able to control the flying better. Oh, and once I was caught by the foot as I was propelled upwards and violently crashed around my room. By some entity I didn't feel that didn't feel too friendly. This was the last time, and I'd convinced I'd made some sort of noise, but apparently not. In the hallucination, my room was laid out as it was when I was much younger, though I didn't pick up on it while it was going on. That was the last time it happened, about six years ago. Jeez. Imagine you get catapulted and caught by the foot. Yeah, you're and going thrown up. around like a rag doll. <laughs> like No. Um that one's boring. <laughs> I, have, I, I was having a nightmare and there was a little dead boy standing beside my bed. <laughs> I felt I was slowly sliding off the bed towards him, but I couldn't stop myself or open my eyes. Funny thing is, since it was a night terror, I was wide awake and knew my girlfriend was laying right on the bed beside me reading a book. <gasps> oh, that's weird. Yeah. That she was awake in the nightmare. I just like how they know it's dead. little dead boy what was the if you're not real (laughs) then how do i feel this way little babies (laughs) and it's the dead boy imagine if you will waking up and all you can see are tones 
no color, and then suddenly realizing that you're actually seeing the insides of your eyelids, and you can't even open them. And then, I realized that I couldn't move. Not one bit at all. I couldn't even twitch a toe. Normally, I would have been fine with this. But for one small, very insignificant problem, I felt like there was a presence in the room with me. And I don't mean a ghost or a spirit. They're not even spirits, per se. They're more like a recording, repeating over and over. This was something else, and it was coming towards me. This, for those of you who haven't made the mental leap yet, is something you do not want when you are paralyzed. (laughs) My fight or flight was going completely batshit insane, only I was unable to do either of these things. I was pinned there, like a chair glued to the wall with with no more nails. And then I had a sense of what this thing was. Utterly evil, positively demonic in fact. That's the name of this week's episode. All I could see, quote, were the hands, gray, whitened hands, cracked with age, or evil. I didn't know which. (laughs) There weren't any nails either. There were claws, filed to rough points. And this pair of hands was coming towards me, pinned on the bed. They may have been connected to something else or not. My mind wasn't exactly up to thinking about this at the time. So to sum up, I was pinned to the bed with some kind of gray demon hands coming at me. Slowly, as though they were enjoying the complete and utter fear and terror I was experiencing at the time. Then it occurred to me to mentally shout for help. And then I saw, felt, and became aware of a light, the brightest I had ever seen, or will ever see, brighter than the sun. It was like the primordial light of the universe, come to my aid to burn whatever this is, thing that was coming towards me, to ashes. My bonds were loosened, my muscles started working, and my eyes shot open. Thank fuck it was over. I just enjoyed the way that OP wrote that. Yeah, it was very whimsical. Um. Oh. I had an experience where I was sort of awake slash waking up and two people who were my best friends at the time were sitting on either side of me. But they had these crazy looking faces and were so dark and shadowy. After them sitting on either side of me looking creepy as fuck for a while, they started throwing just fucking loads of spiders all over me. They were running (laughs) up my torso and all over me. I was dying to move and put my light on, but I couldn't move a muscle. The mental image of someone you love throwing spiders at you. (laughs) Yeah, just... Where are they getting them? I don't know. Just out of their pockets, just... No, yeah, 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 yeah. gross. Um... I have three more. I have three more. Go for it. I have reoccurring sleep paralysis. Mine generally all feel the same. Certainly, because the same terror just caused the same terror, despite the fact that I am aware now that it's sleep paralysis. It's like my hallucinations react to my self-awareness. It began as a demonic, fuzzy, dark figure that would hover above my bed and then suck the breath out of my mouth <laughs> from about six inches away. Gasping for air and struggling to move, I would lay for several minutes, which felt like an eternity, until finally I would break from it, sit up in a panic, startling my girlfriend, and it would of course be gone. Prior to reading up about sleep paralysis, I actually thought it was possible that these were actual paranormal incidents, despite not being a religious person, to the contrary, very scientific-minded. That's just how realistic and terrifying these events are. 
The next time it happened, I had read up about sleep paralysis, so I heard something slip into bed next to me, and I struggled to turn my head to the left to look. I was paralyzed, obviously. It started to slowly growl and get it got get it and get angrier and started to rise above me. So I quickly averted my eyes straight up again to the ceiling and the creature started to calm its breathing next to me. I thought to myself, oh man, it's sleep paralysis. This is kind of cool. Let's try to keep calm and figure it out. But each time I tried to control it or move, the creature would get angry. So I would involuntarily feel my heart rate go up and get really stressed. So I decided I'd just fall asleep, power through it. That's when the creature whispered, Yes, just fall asleep. You'll be safe. (laughs) In a sinister and sarcastic way, which just made me more nervous. And each time I tried to power through the sleep, I'd hear more creatures start crawling up my walls, making horrifying sounds, and I'd have to open my eyes to see what was going on, and then they'd all scatter. (laughs) So I finally decided I'd just wake up. So I strained and strained to raise my arms and roll over, and finally I broke out of the paralysis, and of course everything was gone. And now it just keeps escalating. The more aware of these incidents I become, the more I could try to control or fight them, the more insidious and scary they get. It's actually pretty awful. That's gross, yeah. Yes, just fall asleep. You'll, be, You'll fine. be fine. Don't worry about it. That's the name of this week's episode. Don't mind me. I've gotten mine so frequently that I don't even freak out about it anymore. It's still scary, but not nearly as much as it used to be. The first few hallucinations were awful. A little creature eating something on my floor. I blink. Now he's right next to my face, chewing on something and whispering, remember me? (laughs) One old lady standing over my head whispers, darling. I told my mom about this one, and she asked if if I thought it was my late grandma. No. (laughs) No, It was evil. The hallucinations are always evil. Even if I can't see anything, there's an overwhelming presence in the room, and it's always evil. I can't move. I'm stuck. The evil is pulling me deeper and deeper. I can't cry for help. I can only breathe heavily as fast as I can, hoping someone will hear me breathing so loud and will come shake me out of it. I try to move a finger. Come on, a finger. Why won't you just move? It's going to get me. It's going to get me. Um. No, I'll end on this one. I only had it once when I was three years old, but I'll never forget it. My grandparents lived in rural Korea, and there's little streetlights, and it's just a bunch of farms. This this particular area had some ghost stories, and my grandfather swore that he saw one walking outside of his farm a few times when it was pitch black. One night, while I was sleeping with my mother, I had sleep paralysis, and I saw this floating, pale, white head with no defining features. It didn't say anything or do anything but just stare at me for what seemed like forever since everyone was sleeping it was completely dark so this white bald head with cold eyes stood out from everything it's weird yeah slender man head not slender man's head or slender man head like head <laughs> oh that's the name of his sex tape Slenderman head. Nice. <laughs> I'm trying to lighten the mood. 
That's really interesting. Isn't it? I'm gonna have to go read more on Reddit. No, yeah, the Reddit threads were a lot. People just have the worst things happen to them. How did night... One of them called them night terrors. Yeah. So night terrors are, are like, nightmares that wake you up. Yeah. So that's how these differentiate, huh? Yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to clarify. Because I know nightmares and night terrors are different. Yeah. And night terrors and sleep paralysis are different. Yeah. But they're all kind of, like... But they're all a circle. But they are all bad. <laughs> no, yeah. I want a Venn diagram. Yeah. Like, what, what tropes fall under each one? Yeah. I guess every bad dream ever is a nightmare. Yeah. Or what's a bad dream and what's a nightmare? Like, do you have to be scared for it to be a nightmare? Or is a nightmare just when things go bad? I don't know. I want the definition. Let's look up the literal definition of nightmare. And night terror. Because I think night terror is when you, like, it's so bad it'll wake you up. Nightmare. Frightening dreams, usually during REM sleep. That are normal and common in children under 10. You lose them? Mm. What nightmare means? A nightmare is a disturbing dream associated with negative feelings such as anxiety or fear that awakens you. Okay, so what's a night terror? Oh, night terror versus nightmares. Sleep terrors differ from nightmares. The dreamer of a nightmare wakes up from the dream and may remember details, but the person who has sleep terror episodes remains asleep. Oh, I thought they wake up. Um, while nightmares and night terror sound like synonyms, they're too different. Nightmares are intense dreams that may provoke terror, anger, or disgust. You can usually remember them easily. They're very common, but they only qualify as a mental health condition if they disrupt your daytime life. Night terrors, also called sleep terrors, are episodes where you are partially awake from slow-wave sleep. They generally involve signs of extreme stress, like screaming or waving your limbs. You probably won't remember them, but a broken lamp or a concerned roommate may clue you in onto what happened. Oh, that's weird. Like, it's just extreme emotion. Yeah. That's weird. Um... <laughs> like when Adam yelled about the river that once. <laughs> no, I was talking. We were talking about that the other day because Lux started sleep talking. That's so funny. And Adam does it all the time, and it's always like yelling about something. <laughs> and but, you remember we were just sitting talking, like yeah. we were up, so it was in the morning. And he goes, "Don't go in the river." <laughs> and then when he woke up, you were like, "You you shouldn't go in the river." And he went, "How, How do you know that?" <laughs> How did you know that? He was so scared that I knew he was dreaming about a river. Because you were screaming. No, we talked about it after we left in the car. And he's like, I thought I was still dreaming because of that. Like, you knew what the river was. And I was like, no, you were just shouting about it. That's That must have been so scary, though. Like, to wake up and think you're still dreaming. And someone's like, what about the river? Yeah. <laughs> um. What is something? He's also yelling. He, uh, he woke me up one time because he was yelling, stop doing that. And I was like, what am I doing? And he was asleep. So, like, <laughs> Lux said, I was just over here in my area. And I said, what? And they were like, I was just over here in my area. And then they all came in and it was so crowded. And I was like, what was crowded? And they were like, it was so crowded. And then I was like, are you are you asleep? And then they looked at me for a second, like blinked, and then went good night and went back to sleep. But had no recollection of it. Yeah, no, I don't want to remember some of it. I was glad he remembered the river, though. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, poor kid. Um, yeah, it looks like night terrors 
cause the sleeper to wake up suddenly and scream, thrash, sit upright, or display other expressions of fear. Although they appear to be awake, they may not respond to others or be aware of their surroundings, and they are unlikely to remember the night terror. They can last a few minutes or more than an hour. Where they're just screaming and you can't break them out of it? Yeah. Dang, that's terrifying. Yeah. So I guess the, the, the Venn diagram between that and sleep paralysis would be, like, partially awake. Yeah, you're both partially awake for them, but in sleep terrors, you don't remember. Yeah. In sleep paralysis, you're, you do. you're conscious, you're aware of what's happening. Conscious You and just aware. can't move. Yeah. And then nightmares are just the little cousin of both of them. Yeah, you just have a bad dream. You have a scary dream. And you remember it in the morning. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So that's the diagram between sleep paralysis and nightmares is that you remember it. Mm-hmm. We'll draw it. We'll draw it. <laughs> It'll be in the Discord for anyone who needs it. Maybe. Maybe. One day. What's the middle? Bad. <laughs> it's just <Haunted>. bad. <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah, I guess, what would be the middle? I mean, I guess there couldn't be a middle because one of them you don't remember. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the one between nightmares and night terrors would be that it's when you're unconscious. Because yeah. nightmares, you're asleep. Or night terrors, you're asleep. And then may potentially wake up and be snapped out of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. We'll keep reading. We'll keep reading about it. It's like when we talked about the difference between, um... Poltergeists. Poltergeists and ghosts and spirits and demons and full we'll update. Oh my. Bears. Just bears, not lions, tigers, <laughs> and bears. No bears. Bears. <laughs> Is it time for intermission? I think so. Okay. You wanna say it? And intermission. sing ave maria ave maria <laughs> how, are, how was your pee and we're back <laughs> oh i thought we already got that there. was a good pee my hands still smell like crawfish though i've washed them like six times <laughs> we didn't have any lemons so rip yeah we don't have lemon soap either that's like the only way to get rid of the smell yeah shower eight times that used to be my favorite part though was like cutting a whole ass lemon in half and scrubbing your hands with it in what other situation do you get to do that (laughs) acceptably (laughs) socially no one thinks you're a psycho for doing it no literally how are you i'm good i watched tiktok while you peed i watched tiktok while i peed too oh okay no yeah i'm glad it was a mutual tiktok break yeah tiktok and pee that's what they called me in prison (laughs) i've never went to prison (laughs) to clarify it was a joke um i have a ghost for you no are we jumping in we can yeah i think so i'm looking sometimes we chit chat instagram and it's not working so sometimes we chit chat after sometimes we don't so I am down to jump in. I didn't write down hints. I keep forgetting to do that. It makes my life so much easier when I think of them not on the spot. Hmm. You definitely know what this one is. Great. We've talked about it. Great. Um, Lizzie Borden. No. Cool. Is that a, you want more hints? Or? Yeah. No, I want more hints. Okay. Um, let me think. Queen Mary. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Solid. <laughs> That's the second time I've done that. What? Where you were like, it's in Kentucky. Bob Mackey's. <laughs> yeah. No, you you, nef- you definitely know what it is. Lizzie Borden? No. Okay, do you want more hints? Yeah. Um, Queen Mary. <laughs> I had to get this thing. That's I, cool. Yeah, no, I was just reading about it because I wanted to watch the video again, and then I didn't watch Shane McCauley's video again. What? I just did that the video research. ruined my life. It's so good. I but hate it. We've both seen it. We're gonna no, talk yeah. about it at the end. It's so I scary. wrote a little note to be like, and now open the floor. We can just talk <laughs> about Sam and Colby. If nice. we, like, um, I didn't want to like summarize the video because I'm pretty sure we have on here. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it a few times. We've given a couple. Su- like, but I'm pretty sure it usually happens at the end when most most people taper off. Yeah. So we'll talk about it at the end of this one too. But um. <laughs> I didn't know some of the history of it. I, like, knew it from the Sam and Colby videos. Mm-hmm. But the other day I was thinking about it. I was like, I want to go and, like, do my own research. Because mm-hmm. they, they'll do pretty, like, you know what the building is research, yeah. but, like, not the history. And it has... They're silly, goofy boys. Yeah, yeah. They they're... walk in and they're like... Oh, this is a boat? <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think Taylor Swift shot a music video here. Yeah, they have those facts, which are good. The Billmore? Yeah. Right? And they just knew. <laughs> silly, goofy boys who don't look up the history, but no Taylor Swift shot a music video here. The important thing. And that's what we're for, Sam and Colby. Simply collaborate with us. We will brief the history. You do the dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. It's it's a team effort. Um, but yeah, this place, if you don't know, is always on World's Most Haunted list. Mm-hmm. It is a very haunted place, which is fun because it's like, it's just a boat. You don't get many haunted boats. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but it, yeah, it's one of the most haunted places ever, according to lists that say when things are haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we don't really know who makes these lists, but it's all BuzzFeed under different pseudonyms. It's all BuzzFeed. You think it's time? Ta- the Times? No, it's it's all BuzzFeed. Yeah, no. Everyone just copy and paste BuzzFeed's article. No, literally. My favorite, my favorite is when you can definitely tell something came from a BuzzFeed article. Yeah. Or like, you read the BuzzFeed article and the next article you article you click is word for word the BuzzFeed article. No, yeah. And one was published first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the internet's a great place. They told us about plagiarism in high school. Come on, bro. <laughs> Guys, that was easy. That was step one. Don't Come plagiarize. On, yeah, but okay, we're gonna get the history out of the way, and then I'll go into the haunted stuff, because cool. I really want to talk about the fact that it's haunted, <laughs> but it has cool history, so it's the RMS Queen Mary, which means Royal Mail Ship, I believe is what RMS stands for, I didn't look it up, but Titanic was also RMS, mm-hmm. uh, but- Oh, there's RMS and RSS, R- yeah. isn't there? What's RSS? Royal Sailing Ship? Or Service Ship, service? I don't know. Interesting. Uh... It's a British ocean liner. Okay. And it is the same style of ship as the Titanic. Ew. Like, it looks like the Titanic. Unfortunately, It's got the stacks that are the funnels on the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? They're, like, slanted and mm-hmm. orangey-red. Unfortunate. It's got those. Uh, and she is now retired. She's moored in Long Beach, mm-hmm. uh, California. And... <laughs> That's where it's stocked forever now. So it's like a hotel there. It's not a working ship. It is permanently retired from being a ship, not Mm -hmm. just retired from sailing. Like, it can't sail again. Um, So 
she sailed in the Atlantic Ocean. Actually, not over on that coast. Mm-hmm. She sailed to New York. Uh, she sailed between 1936 and 1967. She was built alongside the RMS Queen Elizabeth. Okay. They were built together to function on the same route, to, like, increase movement on that route. Oh, the Queen Mary and the Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, and they kind of, like, moved followed each other almost mm-hmm. but kind of like just increased the 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 movement on that route mm-hmm. they moved on the same route same way but just kind of like increased how many times there was a boat docked going the way you wanted to go cool um the ship's uh construction was halted by the great depression but the company got a loan after the ships were built so they were while they hit like a bump in the road mm-hmm. with the depression they Lived through it fine enough. Uh, their route, both of the ships' route, were from Southampton, I don't know how to say it, Chiro, and New York. Okay. I'm going to get bullied for, like, I don't know how to say that town. Chiro? How's it spelled? I don't know if it's... For some reason, I looked how to spell it, but that doesn't look right. So I don't know if it auto-corrected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll... I'll figure it out. Okay. I'll Google it at the end, how to say it. Cool. Um, it's not important for our story. Uh, she is named after Queen Mary, if you didn't get that. Specifically, Mary of Tech, who was the wife of George V. Cool. Um, her maiden voyage was in 1936, cool. and she sailed for a bit over 30 years. Uh, also, to get her into the ocean, I thought this was funny, they put her in a river. Okay. And then, like, had to widen the river to get her to the ocean. It's just where she wound up being built. Okay. They had to, like, do this that roundabout. That seems counterproductive. Yeah, like, why not just build it by the ocean if you're going to build a big boat? No, yeah. Instead of having to widen a river. Because they don't think. <laughs> they, because people don't think. They put the boat in the water and they're like, huh, she's a little fit. big. <laughs> That's what she said. It's like when they built the rocket parts and then had to raise bridges to get them through the rivers they were planning on getting them through. Stupid. <laughs> stupid she had 12 decks and 24 boilers Uh, she could hold 2140 passengers and had a crew of 1100 people damn the liner featured wait 1100 people yeah oh that's not angel numbers no 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 no. almost Almost. 11 more yeah and it would have been angel numbers yeah uh, they had two indoor swimming pools, beauty salons, libraries, uh, children's nurseries. Uh, they had um, a music studio, a lecture hall. Mm-hmm. They had telephone connectivity anywhere in the world. They had an outdoor paddle tennis courts and a dog kennel so you can bring your dog. Oh my and God. also I forgot to say, but they had, um, they had children's nurseries for all three classes. So like even if you were third class, you could have your like children in the nursery area it wasn't just a first class thing um in her uh, original glory she was worth this is a weird number to like hear but it's in today's money mm-hmm. i believe at the time it was 17.5 million oh when it was built which is crazy because in today's money that's 354 million dollars to build this boat too much money <laughs> sorry i'm reading about rms and rss Oh, do you want to share with the class? So, what I've found is that USS is a U.S. naval vessel. SS is a steamship or a submarine. HMS is His Majesty's ship in the U.K. RMS is Royal Mail ship or Royal Majesty ship in some. Um, but RMS usually is a commercial liner licensed to carry the Royal Mail. Yeah, like the Titanic. Another favorite, favorite is TT, which is turbine tanker. 
all as in like a steam turbine turbine sorry um but i can't find anything that's what rss is and when i googled what does rs oh royal research ship that's rrs that's rrs what's rss royal service ship huh i don't know I just got real curious. I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. But if you were in the third level, you could still have your kids with you. Yeah. <laughs> circle back. And it was worth $354 million. million. Um, I would. In today's money. That. I would kill for that amount of money. That's insane. For I mean, it's a huge boat. No, yeah. Um, and I totally I'm get it. i more. But it's crazy to think of that much money going into for one project. That lasted 30 years. Yeah, that was only in operation for 30 years. Granted, they can't predict the creation of airplanes. million dollars a year. Yeah. To build the boat, not to keep it working. No, They had to fuel it and stuff. No, yeah, like, just... No, that's crazy. She held the blue ribbon title twice, which means she had the fastest average speed crossing the Atlantic. So it was a very fast, big ship um she lost it from another i didn't write the ship's name down it was another big ship uh but then gained it back like a year later Mm. because they wanted to get their title back uh and during world war ii she operated as a troop ship she carried soldiers uh after the war they returned to like ferrying people across the atlantic cool she was taken out of service in the 60s because she was old and there's better technology yeah like the jet like jet planes and stuff like we were learning how to use air travel Mm -hmm. pretty regularly so so scary boats it went from like a week-long trip to you were there in seven hours would you you rather die in a plane crash or a sinking ship <laughs> I mean, I seem like I have to die. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say is like, do you think I could survive one better? Like, cause I think I could survive a boat sinking more likely than surviving a plane crash. Really? Because there's lifeboats and stuff. Yeah. Like if a plane goes down, you can't get into a life plane. There's not a second <laughs> option. There's not a second chance of survival. Well, what if you get like the but short if I... end of the stick? Yeah. If I'm on the bottom floor. I guess I'm guaranteed. Or what if no one rescues you and you have to eat someone? Yeah, but like... <laughs> you hope when a giant ship goes missing. The Titanic. Yeah. I don't know why the Titanic is all over my For You page recently, and I kind of hate it. I don't like thinking about it. Yes, that's a, such a tragic event that we've, <laughs> like, romanticized No, yeah, but someone pointed out, like, the lights went out yeah so you could just like they they recreated it on a video of like what it would have like it was um what's the word it was artificially what's the word recreated a oh, virtual reality yeah, virtual reality yeah. oh i love the game someone's making no, that yeah. the horror game like a, a sinking titanic that. but it was like someone virtually recreated what it would have looked like for the sink the ship to go down and it was like the lights went out and they just start it was flickering complete, and going out. And there was no street lights on the ocean. Yeah. Which apparently a lot of people didn't, like, make the connection. They were like, the moon doesn't let off that much light. It was completely pitch black and all you could hear was screaming. Yeah. There's, yeah. The boat is completely the only thing that black. makes light. 
No. You can maybe see on the deck. Yeah, no, it's terrifying to think about. The the museum in Pigeon Forge mm-hmm. is really cool to go see because you go and you stand in this like little cubby. Mm-hmm. It's a hallway and there's like glass in front of you, but the lights in that hallway start flickering and then water starts coming down the stairs. Oh my God. And it's like what it would have felt like if you were in the hallway when it started flooding. Oh my it's God. It's terrifying to stand right there. No. And there's ones where it's like there's different inclines on the floor mm-hmm. and it's at what time how the the uh elevation of the deck so like how steep it would have been trying mm-hmm. to walk on the deck and at, at like right before it went under it was like this yeah you had to like use the railing as a ladder oh my god and you had to try to get to the top in the room it was cool and it shows you how cold the water was mm-hmm. i couldn't hold my hand in it that long like it was you had to jump into water that killed you yeah and it did kill a lot of people and like oh the god. i highly recommend that museum though it's so interesting I hate that. I hate water. Yeah, and no, also it's sinking ships. Terrifying. I would choose a plane crash any day. Let's recreate Lost, <laughs> not the Titanic. Oh my god. I will never get on a boat. I will never get on a cruise ship. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. 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 That's so funny. No. No. Yeah, they are scary. I've never been on a big boat. No. And I am not crazy in any rush to do so. Would not trust it. Unless it's docked and also the Queen Mary. <laughs> yeah, if it literally can't go in the water anymore. Yeah. Um, and is a hotel that is stationary. Yeah. <laughs> is built into on land. Um, but yeah, so Queen Mary goes out of service. We, we get in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Back on track. Uh, Lots of tangents this episode. And like I said, she's now permanently in Long Beach. Uh, in California, they bought the boat for $3.45 million, hmm. which is way less than what it was built for. Right. But they were just purchasing it. So they didn't have to pay for all the materials or anything. Uh, the Queen Mary is on the National Register of Historic Places. Nice. Uh, so it has protections. The city had lent, uh, like, they had lent out control to private businesses. Okay. But they, they had to file for bankruptcy. So it is back in the city's control. Okay. But a lot of the work on it has done through, like, private companies. Okay. That the city kind of rents it out to almost. And we're going to circle back to that because it causes some issues. Okay. Um, it also caused issues in, like, repair, though, because they wouldn't report to the city when and they would wait for the city to be back in control of it uh-huh. for them to find out it needed a bunch of repairs. Gotcha. So there was a huge issues in the beginning with all these like changing hands and mm-hmm. trying to like spread out the workload. Yeah. And it just didn't, it wasn't cute. <laughs> we'll come back cute. to it. Um, I also found out like they're in the process of doing renovations right now. Oh. I believe it is closed fully to the oh, public damn. or parts of it are. No. Um, it closed during quarantine. Okay. Um, and it has been open since and I think reclosed. And I think it's c- coming from so many of these projects that kind of got pushed off. Okay. But yesterday, they, they took off some of the lifeboats. Like, as I was doing some, uh-huh. some research yesterday, there it popped in the news that for some reason they scrapped some of the lifeboats. Why? I don't know. Maybe for money or maybe it was like a weight thing. But they, they didn't take all them. of them. Yeah, they left some of them. And I guess to, for the looks, they left some of them. But they did take some of the lifeboats off yesterday spooky um her naming also comes from a fun story the company that named the ship usually named it like it had a name ending in ia so ia okay victoria okay oceania like it was stuff like that weird stuff uh titanic no different (laughs) company sorry (laughs) titanic (laughs) ia 
<laughs> Queen Nikki dominant. Yeah. Um, but so it's weird, though, because this this is the first boat that the company made that it didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so people were like, that's fun. But they were naming it after the queen. So whatever. Well, there is stories that the no- the name of the ship was going to be Victoria, which okay. follows the IA. But when they asked King George if he would be okay with them naming the ship after Britain's greatest queen, he said that his wife would love that. So they had to change it. That is hilarious. Mary. <laughs> that is hilarious. Man did not, it didn't even, it had empty no thoughts, did not cross his mind that they were not talking about his wife. Yeah, no, he was like, oh my god, my, my wife, she would love that. Queen, like, yeah, the greatest queen. <laughs> not victoria yeah <laughs> what the fuck and the other one's elizabeth right yeah I be- isn't that aren't queen mary and queen elizabeth sisters or is it but there's like a thousand marys and a thousand yeah Elizabeths. i don't think it's that elizabeth that okay it has this i think it's a different mary than the gotcha, mary gotcha. that is related to queen elizabeth gotcha um that's hilarious i thought that was so funny now the a company simp. a simp at its finest the company has denied it kind of like as the company stance but people in the company were the ones telling the story okay like at the time um and like pe- people in touch with the higher-ups have come and saying like yeah that's it but like for legal reasons they have to like they don't want that associated with their company so yeah. they have like in the public denied it we kind of know that that's kind of what happened. Uh, there was one so story of the guy was like telling people and he said he would tell anyone the story as long as they promised not to put it in print while he was alive. <laughs> so he wouldn't get in trouble for like spreading it. But that's he thought it was so, so funny. funny. So he wanted to tell the story anyway. Um, during World War Two, like I said, she was a, a ship that would ferry sailors. Okay. She was super fast, too. She held that she held that record for a while. The Blue Ribbon. Uh, so during World War Two, she was painted. Like oh. that grayish, greenish color that army ships usually are to, like, blend in with the yeah. horizon. Uh, so during World that's War Two, That's why they do it? Yeah. It blends in. Oh. And that's why you'll usually see it on some of them where the, the, the bottom half is a darker gray and the top half is a lighter gray blue to blend in with the sky and the, the water. water yeah that's why they're painted that color oh <laughs> i thought they were just blue i learned that on a boat somewhere it was either, i've been on two boats i've been on the uss kid and the uss hornet oh and they were both that gray color and i think both of them said interesting i got to sit in a tank in the hornet <laughs> they just had stuff out and they're like you want to sit in it? and i was like yes i want to sit in the tank oh my god what do you mean why would i not why would i turn that down so yeah they like help you climb in and that's so fun yeah it was a good time anyway so she was painted over she had like the titanic color scheme mm-hmm. if you can imagine the like white red black yeah. the stacks the like red color um but the war she was painted and she was known as the gray ghost Ooh. during the war which i thought was really cool england's greatest queen <laughs> yeah <laughs> the gray ghost <laughs> um that's so sexy they also i thought this was so funny they rolled up all of the carpet in the ship and stored it in a warehouse for the war so it wouldn't get messed up so all of the flooring on the ship they rolled up and like rented out a warehouse to store it and then put it back in after the war that's kind of fun i wonder if they labeled it or if like they just ended up in random places yeah they just had to hope they laid out the rugs the right way um but yeah they picked up all of the carpet on this giant boat it's 12 decks it's kind of fun that they thought to preserve it like they didn't assume it'd be retired i guess it's so expensive yeah Yeah. to to at the bare minimum you could resell it 
Yeah, like just to keep it from getting dirty, I guess. But I like I wouldn't have thought of that. I'd be like calling soldiers dirty. They they serve our country. No, I'm calling war dirty. (laughs) Okay, facts. Um, so in 1942, she- I'm not making a joke out of the, my sister serving in the, the, the U.S. <laughs> military currently. We respect the troops. Yes. We respect the troops. America spends too much money on the military, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know that. My sister's in the Navy and she thinks that. Can I say she's in the Navy? Yeah. I can, right? Yeah. Cool. She's in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> they moved her again, dude. I know. That's <laughs> she called wild. me the other day and she was like, I'm sending you and mom some code words. Um, so that you know where I am and, like, where... I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit's getting real, dog. That's wild. Oh, that's weird. No, yeah. Codes She's stuff. currently deployed. Wild. Anyway, continue. She was on a boat when she called me. Crazy. <laughs> Have you ever seen... Like, no, it's crazy. Military ships are bad shit, dude. No, that's what I'm saying. I went on that one. Yeah. The USS Kid is much smaller, but the USS Hornet was made for, like, transporting vehicles and aircraft and stuff. Oh, wow. It was ginormous. Yeah. I couldn't believe how big that thing was and it could float. No, yeah. Wild. My sister was telling me that there is, I don't know if I can say the name. I also don't remember the name. Okay. Um, <laughs> that there is a boat in there in the U.S. fleet that is responsible for, like, 50% of U.S. Navy soldiers leaving the military. Jesus. Like, people go and get deployed on that boat and then leave the military. Oh, my God. Like, completely. And I was like, why? And she was like, it's just bad. And I was like, how is a boat bad? Like, <laughs> tell me. And she was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just Jeez, I'm not that's on it. scary. No, yeah. I don't, I don't want to know what's on the boat. I don't know what's wrong with the boat. <laughs> okay. In 1942, though, uh, Queen Mary... The war is happening. Cool. <laughs> they were, like, sailing with other ships. Cool. And she accidentally sank one <gasps> of the small ships. She kind of, like, r- ran Raised up. it? Yeah, ran over no! them. <laughs> she sideswiped it? Um, yeah, so it was, like, escorting the soldier-carrying ship, which was the Queen Mary, during the war. So, like, they just kind of, this little boat was escorting them for protection, and they kind of just <laughs> run over sank it. Sank it? Yeah. How, why was the little boat <laughs> escorting the Queen Mary? I, guess, I, I don't know. They can move faster with their little weapons. Uh, they, it did kill people, though. I'm laughing about it because it's funny, but, like, it was a bad... Jesus. Like... Took, did they save some of them, at least? They saved some of them. Okay. But, like, 200-something people died. I would be pissed. That's wild, I also. pissed. How does... He, they're also, the friends. fact that a boat carrying 200 people was a little ship to the Queen Mary. Yeah, that also. She was carrying thousands and yeah. thousands of people. <laughs> they were friends. And they were roommates. <laughs> and they were roommates. I know, I just thought it was funny that they were escorting. It was not in battle. No, they yeah. were just driving somewhere. And that happened. Uh, but yeah, no, it was. she was responsible for a huge amount of the soldiers getting to the war. Nice. Which I think is really cool. Uh, also, during the she war... She was a working lady before her retirement. <laughs> yeah, no, she earned her retirement in California. Yeah. Uh, she was hit by a rogue wave oh. during the war, and it caused her... As opposed to what? <laughs> a rogue wave? No, a rogue wave is a kind of wave. Oh, okay. So, it's, it's kind of like a... I was like, how did it go rogue from the rest of the ocean? Like... <laughs> 
so it's kind of like a tsunami but it's not coming onto I, they do hit land sometimes okay. but they're like way bigger than all the other waves okay. it's kind of like a wave that builds up and then kind of travels okay. it's like a classification of wave cool so this is a huge so wave. it wasn't just a rebellious no 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 i mean i guess it was a wave rebelling but it was giant it's not just like a it's it's much bigger than the waves they're normally handing okay it's like a tsunami coming to hit them cool a small tsunami um but yeah it caused the the ship to rotate 52 degrees oh my god if it would have gotten to 55 it would have capsized so it was three degrees away from capsizing the ship that's crazy yeah um, in 1943, she gained the record for the most passengers transported on one vehicle oh. or vessel. Oh. I don't think it's a vehicle. I guess it. This a ship was working. No, she did a lot. She moved a ton of people. The numbers are just, like staggering. Yeah. How many people like interacted with the boat? Just this boat. Yeah, and it's because like before the war, she was running that route. Yeah. As the fastest ship running that route. Yeah. And then ferried people in the war. Imagine and then being, went back to doing that over Imagine and over being again. the top of your class. Yeah, imagine just being better than everyone. Named after England's greatest queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> queen Mary, duh. Victoria? No. Never heard of her. <laughs> Who is she? That's so funny. Winston Churchill used to use the ship during... Like now, Churchill is making it. A, why is he in every story? That why is <laughs> Churchill somehow involved with everything that ever happened you know, on the that planet? That I think is the clearest, clearest um, <laughs> evidence of time travel is that Churchill was somehow everywhere. Yeah, like literally always doing something. No, yeah, but yeah, he would use it to like move around during the war. So like when there was meetings in other countries, mm-hmm. he would like use the Queen Mary to travel. Pop off. Um. He, he was listed on the guest list as Colonel Warden, like a fake name. So, okay. like, the ship couldn't be targeted. But oh, that's how no Churchill That's was, how gotcha. allies knew that he was on that ship. Gotcha. So, I thought that was fun. They, were, they had code names. Uh, code names for Churchill. That's uh, the name of this week's episode. So, but yeah, after the war, after all that happens with the war, she's converted back into the ship. They unroll the carpet. They redo the paint jobs and all of that fun stuff and she goes back running the route with the queen elizabeth the queen elizabeth was also working during the war okay i believe twins um yeah so they were both used as ships in the war she's just not as haunted as her sister yeah or as fast or as cool (laughs) um named after the greatest queen england has ever seen yeah my wife would love that that's so funny to me that he was like yeah oh my god she would love that and they're like we have to rename it. You imagine after that meeting, he turns around and he's like, so good news and bad news. <laughs> he said we could name the the ship after England's greatest queen. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The bad news is he thinks that's his wife. And we can't do it. And we can't tell him otherwise. <laughs> because I already upsold him a lot. Because he's giving us money. <laughs> so, yeah. Scrap anything that says Victoria and rename it Mary, I guess. That's so funny. So, when she eventually gets out of style, they have to, no. they bring it to Long Beach, and she is stationed there. I wish they kept her, though. Yeah. Like we can at least. What happened to her sister? Um, th- The Queen Elizabeth worked for a little bit longer. I'm not sure why. Mm. Um, I think it's just, like, circumstance. Yeah. Maybe money. For, for whatever reason, she kept working. Mm. Um, so, they, she's not permanently docked anywhere? Like, I don't think so. Like, did that get scrapped? I don't think so. Wow. They, I think, 
more recently they came the queen elizabeth came to salute her if the ships have to come close they'll Mm -hmm. do this like horn signaling back and forth to salute each other so there was uh i talk about a little bit later but we'll it doesn't have chronologically fits in anywhere um there is a Queen Elizabeth II, the second, okay. and it was made by another company. But because of the naming, yeah, they ha- they can't call it the same thing, yeah, especially because it's a historic like name, yeah. So it's the Queen Elizabeth, like, the Queen Mary II, excuse me, mm-hmm. and it has before it will come when it has to go into the port in California. It goes by the Queen Mary and salutes to it That's so as its cute. predecessor, and I believe the Queen Elizabeth still does the same thing. <laughs> Imagine you're driving past your retired sister. <laughs> yeah, and get to, <laughs> to so salute you. So, yeah, I do believe that the Queen Elizabeth still sails. Oh. Like, it might be one of those. The, like, the boat I went on, the USS Hornet, wasn't seeing any battle. It wasn't deployed anywhere. So mm-hmm. they just drove it around as, like, a museum on water. Nice. And I that might be what she is. Mm-hmm. I don't know for 100%, though. Gotcha. Um, But, yeah, when they had to like move the ship on land they it's not just like the boats parked they took stuff out of the boat that it can't go back in the water gotcha um so they they removed all of the boilers okay uh so it's just a hotel that floats yeah like it's not a working ship they removed other stuff like some of the they can't remove some things because it stabilizes it in the water, but yeah. a lot of what makes it moves is no longer on it. Gotcha. Um, so if it if it got into the water, it would float, and it is floating. Yeah. But it couldn't go anywhere. Gotcha. There'd be nowhere to control, like, which way it's turned or anything. Gotcha. Um, it's also, it's, it's weird. <laughs> the, the pool has never been renovated. It's one of the only things that really hasn't been upkept. And that's why a lot of times now the door to the pools are just closed. Because when they removed the boilers, it broke code. So the pools are no longer like structurally as sound as they were when the boilers were underneath them. They like did stuff to the rooms. So they can... And at some point they had water in it and they're technically allowed to have water in it. But people cannot go in these pools. So to like pay to keep them operating as pools wasn't feasible because they people couldn't get into them mm. so now they're just kind of empty and the rooms are usually closed off and they've kind of just like sat there which i thought was really weird i would like to get into that room uh after the war and kind of like after settling into long beach the the the, the boat changes hands a lot of times and okay. i didn't write it all down it was a bunch of legal mum mumbo jumbo some of it was just like companies changing names mm-hmm. after the war there's a bunch of weird stuff if you're interested it's just a lot of names i didn't want to like have to be like and this person bought it and this <laughs> is who that one and this person bought it and this is who that was like mm-hmm. it was a lot of nothing uh but because of all this name changing and like i said earlier the city kept like renting out parts to be handled by different people okay. and then some of those companies went bankrupt the ship wasn't making much money since some of it was controlled by the city and some of it was controlled by these private companies gotcha. and nobody was working together so if you think about like supply ships if there was restaurants owned by different people you'd have two trucks coming in for each restaurant yeah when in reality you could have one truck coming for both yeah so they were wasting a ton of money on like have it having having it separated out the way they did gotcha um so in 1883 the ship was bought by jack rather okay. that's how you say his name and he loved the ship Aww. him and his wife used to travel on it <gasps> before like 
before it went out of service and he just really enjoyed the like architecture and of the it ambiance yeah the the style it was built in it's kind of like the tant- titanic it was really nice on the inside uh-huh. really done up uh and he just really en- had fond memories of it with mm-hmm. riding on it with his wife so he bought it and kind of like oversaw it coming together as like one functioning thing group gotcha. instead of a bunch of different private companies good trying to make it work Aww. and like going and bankrupt yeah uh after he dies though the ship was purchased by i did not know this walt disney what the fuck walt disney owned the queen mary what the fuck <laughs> what? Uh, what? it was never advertised as a disney hotel though they did have plans for it but it was never got to see those good uh <laughs> could you imagine if the Whoa. Could you imagine if the Queen Mary, a fucking warship, became a Disney resort? Yeah. It was, it's a little interesting. And I think he got it. He he wanted it initially for these plans, but then kind of gave up on them because of just like money reasons. But then he got the ship in a deal, like trying to get, Rather had worked on a Disneyland hotel, like was one of the people just kind of like a businessman he was a millionaire like super into like he owned a lot of real estate and stuff and he owned one of the buildings that was being used as a disneyland hotel so after he died walt was trying to get that building and they threw in the queen mary since he had wanted it previously so it was some weird like business and at that point there probably wasn't like a historical protection on it right no so he could have turned it in an alternate universe, the Queen Mary is a very haunted Disney resort that no one talks about. Like, <laughs> I'm like, going to talk about it at the end because there's oh some really interesting stuff with it. But yeah, it, it's weird what like what would have happened mm-hmm. if he had gone through it. Um, but yeah, he wanted to build the little like the dock that's built in front of it. There's like right. this boardwalk pretty much that it's stationed on a dock, but it's not really a dock because the boat's sunk not sunk it's just stationed yeah it's it can't move from where it is uh it was going to be called port disney oh my god and the boat was going to be used as a hotel not necessarily a ride or anything but uh the plans fell through and disney sold it all in 1992 good uh on the 20 on oh yeah this is what i said the the queen mary 2 came and saluted her in 2006 so drove by um and then there was another ship called the Queen Victoria that came and saluted. Imagine being like, that should have been me. <laughs> like, and then as recent as 2013, the Queen Elizabeth came and saluted and did fireworks. Aww. Um, so those were the three ships that come to salute at sometimes. sisters. <laughs> That's so cute. The family. They're both sisters. Anyway, let's move on to some spookier stuff. Okay. Hit so, me with it. Outside of the stuff like crashing into the little ship and, like, causing all those deaths, there were 50 recorded deaths on the Queen Mary itself. Cool. Uh, uh, People believe hundreds of spirits live on board, though. Gotcha. Related to stuff like it was in the war. So people might not have died on the ship, but they had some sort of tie to it. Uh There's also people who died building the ship that aren't counted in those deaths. Uh So also could have joined in on the spirit fun. Uh, But, yeah. There, there was at least 50 deaths that we know of on the ship. Gotcha. Um, the first big story is that someone was allegedly, like, murdered in one of the rooms on the ship. Gotcha. And you know which room this is. <laughs> Many people believe it's room B340, mm-hmm. uh, which is 
on the lowest level of the ship or lowest level of the ship that you can like room on room on and it's super cursed and everyone knows it as the most haunted spot at one of the most haunted places Mm -hmm. on the planet um there was a man who died in here and we don't know how he died so that's why a lot of people believe he was murdered gotcha because there's also rumors of a murder happening on the boat that we're not sure where it happened and we don't know how he died so, so the, we just kind of attribute it. Yeah, it kind of just starts lining up. Um, in the room, people would complain about, like, someone coming to knock on their door. Would cry. And they go up to check, and there's no one in the hallway. I would start sobbing. And they go lay back down, and someone knocks again. Would start sobbing. Awful. It's a black-eyed child. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know who's knocking at the middle of the no, night. Yeah. You're just going to have to sit there and knock. No, like, yeah. I'm going to bed. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if they'd get mad if you didn't. Ew, that's awful. Uh, lights and faucets will turn on by themselves. In Sam and Colby's video, yeah. this happens. The sink and the shower turn on. Yeah. Super creepy. Got me. There wasn't anyone in the room. <laughs> they were all on camera. Yeah, that's awful. You see everyone and you see them walk into the bathroom. You hear it turn on and see them walk into the bathroom. No, yeah. It's bad. That video is so crazy. No, yeah. Um, the bathroom door likes to shut itself, mm-hmm. open and close itself. There uh, is more than one story where people in the room have had the blankets ripped off of them. No. Uh, there was also sightings of a shadow figure at the end of the bed. I paid to sleep here. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're living here rent free. I'm paying. That. Uh, but like, yeah, sometimes it would be the thing ripping the blankets or sometimes it would just be standing at the mm. end of the bed. Uh, there was also a story from one of the, like, room keepers. She had just made the bed, and the blankets got ripped right off. No. And she was mad, because she just spent all the time making the bed. No, yeah. Uh, I would have been like, so you're gonna fix that, right? <laughs> we'll talk about it more at the end. Sam and Colby also had, like, stuff moving. Like, mm-hmm. there was a robe swinging in one of the closets, mm-hmm. and, like, stuff moving around the room. It's creepy and bad. Uh... Next story is about a death that happened on it and has been attributed with a ghost. There was an 18-year-old crew member, and he was crushed to death in one of the watertight doors. Yeah. And it was door 13. Yeah. Which is gross. 13 is a bad number. It's Friday the 13th. Um, Yeah, you can allegedly still see him wandering the hall or hear screams from around that door. No. If you go into the hallway with these doors and you turn to leave... It sometimes sounds like someone's running out behind you. Mm-mm. So, like, running towards your back. No. Someone also said there's whistling behind you, like, trying to get your attention. Like, hey, I'm still back here. Ew. Um, Imagine you hear someone running. Uh, some guests suddenly had, like, grease spots or, like, the grease fingerprints on mm. them. When that area has been clean, there's no boilers or anything down there. Oh, like, that's... You, you, can't get, you can't pick up dust and put it on you Ew. or pick up the, like, like oil. Grease. yeah. Yeah, and you'll wind up with, like, handprints or, like, someone had them on their face. I would cry. It looked like someone had touched their start face. Sobbing. Um, one source said two different men had been crushed by the door. Oh. That it wasn't a one-time thing, and it was the 18-year-old and another older man, and they happened, like, very separate apart yeah. incidents. Uh, so some people say there's two ghosts that haunt this door. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I only saw it in one of the sources, and I had known about the first one. Yeah. But there might have been another guy who lost his life to these. Watertight doors are so scary looking. No, yeah. They're, they're absolutely terrifying no, to yeah. me. yeah. On the boats I've been to where we had to walk through them, I would, like, almost have a panic attack. No, and they're, like, held closed. Yeah. 
I mean, open, held open. Yeah, you it, like, cannot get it. They're not going to just sway in the wind, but, like, I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to crush me. And it does crush people. They're so scary. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tangent, but. <laughs> no, it's justified. They're fucking huge. Weird. Yeah. And the way they, like, clang together mm-hmm. is so gross. Um, The ship actually offers a ton of different ghost and history tours. Mm-hmm. A few of them are only available during Halloween, but they do have year-round ones. Uh, they also do guided seances. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is fun. And in room B340, they leave you a chest with tarot cards and a Ouija board and, like, crystals and stuff. Yeah. So you can do your own seance on your own time. That's so much. <laughs> That's the only room that has it also mm. because B340 is the, the most, most haunted, haunted one. They just go ahead and let you have that in there. They know you're um, going to bring it. Might yeah. as well. Might as well give you good ones. Um. According to their website, an engineer died in the ship's engine room. Mm. People have, like, told stories of someone walking up and, like, engineer dressed in what seems to be, like, older timed clothes asking for a wrench and then kind of, like, you don't find him again kind of thing. I hate that. So, yeah, it just seems like a worker asking, like, hey, have you seen a wrench? Those are the worst ones where you don't realize you're talking to a ghost until after. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Uh, But, yeah, he can still be seen like walking and working around the boat like that asking Mm -hmm. for tools or like it seems like he's working on something but he's not really yeah or like i don't know weird stuff like that yeah where it's just you kind of there's a bad feeling during the interaction um also according to the site there is a lady in white on the ship okay uh i could not find any ideas of like who she may be like if it was a lady in white who had died Died or something um but she reportedly likes to dance in one of the luxury suites nope and in one of the like parlors the like party rooms you know Mm -hmm. that are in hotels conference rooms ballrooms yeah there's sometimes ballrooms but it's like lounges and stuff so she'll be seen dancing in one of the rooms i couldn't get a room number in one of the lounges weird Um, that it's those two areas and she'll just dance by herself in the corner hate that um that's scary (laughs) that's scarier than the dudes just standing Uh, if someone's just standing there it's creepy if someone's dancing Dancing? in the corner dancing (laughs) on my own uh there's a also, for some reason, again, according to the site, there is a bunch of children's spirits on the boat, which is weird. There weren't, like, Where children the kids deaths. Where come from? Um, specifically, there's a little girl who hangs around the pool. No. Uh, some people believe she may have drowned in the pool. Oh. There is no, like, reported drowning in the pool, but, like... There's big rumors that came from the time period that someone did. Gotcha. So well, it might not have been documented like that, but it seems like someone drowned in the pool. And Ew. it was this little girl. Her name was Jackie. She wears a blue and white dress, and she appears with a cloud of fog. Like the, Oh, what? The pool room starts, like, from the pool that doesn't have water in it anymore. It'll look like the pool's fogging up, and then she's standing in the room. That's creepy. That's she, horror movie no, stuff. she spent her afterlife curating an image yeah she, she knows. said i'm a child and i'm the only one that drowned in this pool i need some <laughs> fanfare yeah <laughs> okay there's a if i could get a fireworks show i would yeah this is me trying so like jesus that sounds awful though the imagery of a room no, yeah. starting to fog up room with no water starts to like fog no, yeah. up and, and it then used there's to be on top of there. the boilers yeah like, weird stuff um her name is believed to be Jackie, and she can sometimes be heard laughing. Nope. Or playing. Nope. Like, running around the room. It's worse when they have names. It's 
second worst when they make noise yeah <laughs> children goes to the worst um, i'm gonna circle back to the pool but another story it seems like there might have been uh, a death in one of the nurseries oh no. uh, so that's another child that could have been found around the boat specifically you can hear crying from oh. one of the nurseries which is terrifying baby's crying no yeah even when it's a real baby it's creepy <laughs> like i don't real babies cursed yeah ghost Any, babies cursed yeah all babies are scary change my mind so yeah so but back to the pool doordash just texted me the area is busy we could make money uh but no sometimes in the pool area a woman in a wedding dress will appear uh in the pool yeah in the pool area like not in the pool but like standing by the pool and she's weirder holding hands with her son who's in a little suit don't know why they're in there Again, there was no, like, reported drowning, so to have all of these associated with drownings would be weird. But for some reason, she's in, like, this wedding-esque dress, and he's dressed up nice, and they're hanging out by the pool. I don't know. Uh, There's also a woman in a tennis skirt that will be seen, like, walking. There's stairs in the pool area. Like, it's a two-floor area. Um, And she'll walk down the stairs and then disappear behind a pole. Like, you don't know where she goes. She just kind of... Boop. to the tennis courts duh yeah i guess so where else would she be going she was here for a quick dip to cool down yeah she's going down after the tennis match uh people have also seen wet footprints nope leaving the pool area there's no water there's no water in the pool where the where the what and it's feet print like it's a path it'll be leaving like out of the pool area or into the bathroom or into the changing rooms ew uh there also like you'll be walking near the pool and you can hear splashing I watched a video one time before I even watched Sam and Colby uh-huh. of someone going around the Queen Mary and they're walking by it and you can hear splashing from the room Ew. and they go up to the door because you're not allowed in and they're like, there's no water in there, dude. No, yeah. And they're like, we just heard splashing and you can hear the splashing on the camera. No, yeah. I did not go look Ew. for this video, but I am going down to try to find it because it was forever ago and I remember it was one of the first things that I was like, oh my God. No, yeah. That's so There's cool. no water in there. Ghost or cool. <laughs> Where is it coming from? gross heebie-jeebies uh there's also supposedly a little girl with a doll nope in boiler room number three why was she in the boiler room dude i don't know and that one scares me so much why does she have a doll did like a kid die in the boiler room no yeah did she like wander down there and like get stuck or something that's terrifying to me but also a little girl is just terrifying anyway uh kids the ship's temperature will drop super quickly Ooh. like in areas which is a telltale sign of ghosts yeah um they're like feeding off the you know heat is energy yeah and ghosts can feed off of that so that's yeah. why it's get cold why ghosts my cameras die yeah same thing they're feeding off the battery uh lights will flicker yeah. same thing energy doors slam in the boat a lot mm-hmm. now this one's funny to me because boats are in the water they're like walking Moving. they're rocking around but slamming is different than closing yeah so like slamming implies force if a door like closes on its own in the boat i wouldn't be too freaked no if a door slammed (laughs) on anything it's not rocking around that much because that implies someone like forced it it's another thing if it's the only door moving that yeah if you there's because in like b340 for example there's multiple doors closet there's doors, the door in doors. The closet i think there's two closet doors um in the bathroom door mm-hmm. and so if only one of them's being like closed a bunch of times that's weird yeah that's suspicious um that's you can suspicious? also hear people shouting 
you can hear kids crying or laughing. No. People see shadows moving around in the hallways I or couldn't. in their rooms. Nope. Which is worse. Uh, knocks. More on that later. <laughs> and creaks of all sorts. You know, spooky. Spooky highlights of yeah. the ship. Uh, three staff members went in to clean one of the big, like, ballroom lounge room things on the ship and they all saw a man sitting in a chair in the middle of the room and they try to call out to them and he slowly vanishes no in front of all three of these women who all attest to seeing the same no. thing the offices are located where the ship's salon used to be okay and you can allege this one freaks me out so much you can allegedly feel someone behind your chair when working so like someone cutting oh, your like hair stylist yeah oh ew and one woman in the area saw like a female figure with an apron on walking through a door in the area like the wall didn't used to be yeah, there yeah, yeah. because they've been remodeled into these offices. into offices so the walls are different and so it's like that videotape phenomenon yeah. where that door wasn't there for her so she can walk through it yeah but the one where they're standing behind your chair, like they're about to cut your no. hair. I thought you were going to tell me it was like a blow dryer or something, which would be worse. But like uh, the phenomenon of someone just like standing behind you. And you can just feel it all of a sudden that there's someone standing right there. No. Awful. Too much. That woman that had seen the girl walk through the, the wall, mm -hmm. she had gotten to work early that day. So it nope. was the only one in the office. That's worse. <laughs> Magic um, being by yourself and seeing something is almost worse than being with people. Yeah, so, but like I said, this is one of the most haunted places on the planet. And those are some of the bigger stories, but tons of stuff happens here. Yeah. Um, there'll be stuff like you see handprints on the wall. Ew. Um, which they talk about in one of the Sam and Colby videos. Why are you touching the wall, bro? Yeah, I hate it. Why, like, who's... Who's, who's doing that? Who's just, like, playing patty cake with the drywall? There's also been a lot of remodeling, so you'll get a lot of those videotape phenomena. Yeah. But, like, the decks haven't been. So they can – they're just walking around in some parts because some of the hotel haven't been touched. Yeah. So, like, the engineer, it just looks like people walking around, and then mm. they suddenly do something that's like, oh, wait, that's, that's a, a ghost. ghost, which I think is awful. Um, especially when people are dressed up in, like – attire yeah in the like 30s 40s clothing no yeah or dressed up like a soldier that no what 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 building was it where you could see soldiers army crawling oh one of the ones you did yeah i don't remember where it was but like anytime you see a soldier it the, freaks me the out the biltmore is also a huge one for soldiers because mm -hmm. it was used during world war ii to like station them Ew. if i ever saw someone army crawling on the floor real or not you're getting kicked no why yeah. are you crawling right in the head crawling in a haunted place you are asking for it dude because it's like why that's so creepy to turn the corner and someone's, like, on the floor crawling. No, and army crawling specifically, it's, like, so broken. I, yeah, like it looks bad. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm now going to open the floor <laughs> to talk about Sam and Colby's experiences here. Video. So, you can chime in. I won't lecture to you, Sam and Colby. So, no, if you do. remember some from the video. But I know we've talked about it on here before. But since this is the I Queen Mary it. video, we're going to run through what happens to them. And they've been a few times. Yeah. With multiple people on multiple YouTube channels. The big thing, though, is 
cameras weren't on they didn't catch too too much in their room which is a lie they had the bathroom door closed they were just pissed that it wasn't crazy yeah they wanted something super crazy to happen because they were paying this room had just kind of opened up for yeah. a while b340 was closed completely yeah. and it was they were one of the like first first people to be allowed into this room so they were kind of expecting a lot because it was expensive and they weren't really getting it. But they, you know. They were gonna leave. There is the story of like ghosts know when cameras are on, yeah. are on and they don't understand it. So they hide from it. Yeah. Um. So that's why you should always explain what equipment you have when you're ghost hunting. That. Um, but anyway, they don't. And they're kind of upset, but they're like for ourselves we want to do something so they turn off all of their equipment and it's actually their friend aaron who turns on like a, a, a voice memo yeah it's not a video it's just a voice memo in case they catch something in his pocket yeah so they have no clue it's on and they start asking questions after like they're like sitting in darkness mm -hmm. just thinking for something to happen and like ask a question and they start getting knocks on the wall and they ask something else and it knocks again. So they're like, okay, we're going to ask yes or no questions. Yes is two, no is three. Or multiple. Yeah. It was like no was one, right? Am I remembering that wrong? Because I just remember they did it in, it was like knock once for something, knock multiple times for the opposite. Yeah, it like they changed it a few times throughout. Like yeah. this means this, this means this. It always kept up with it though. Yeah, and it changed when they changed it. But yeah, they start asking questions like, "Are you in the room with us?" And it'll say yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk to us? It'll say yes or no. Um, mm -hmm. and it was doing it like the right amount of knocks. Yeah. It wasn't going like, and you can hear it. No, it's crystal clear. And a lot of skeptics say, you know, shut up. There's no video of what happened here. And they could have made this whole story. I don't care. They were scared. They didn't publish this video for, like, months after it happened. Yeah. And they had to leave the hotel. There's video of this part because they turned the camera back on. And they have to flee the hotel because they're so scared. Also because they it starts mocking God. It yeah. starts mocking the existence. They ask if God is real and it says no. Yeah. And Aaron gets super freaked out because he's religious. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's a demon. Demons try to convince you that heaven and God aren't real. Yeah. We have to leave. Like, yeah. we have to get out of here. And he doesn't explain that until after. So he's just like, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. And they're like, what? Why? Why? We're yeah, it results. answers and he stands up and he said, we have to leave. No, yeah. We are in danger. We have to leave. And then so the car explains it. Because there is danger into acknowledging that you know it's a demon no yeah um and he thankfully knew that but yeah. like it's super creepy video to listen and it's to so frustrating because there's so many signs early on that what they're talking to is not good good and like it's, it's frustrating because like they very clearly don't know what's going on and like i was listening to it i remember it so vividly i was at roxy's house <laughs> and i listened to it in the fucking dark i was like <laughs> i can't do this ever again but it was it, anytime it knocked multiple times, it was always in threes, which is not a good sign. Mocking the Holy Trinity. Mocking the Holy Trinity. And then it wouldn't respond whenever they said spirit or ghost. It would respond when they said thing or entity. Or not and address anything at all. Right. And it's like, bro, that's the first sign that what you're talking to isn't good i also think there was so also multiple like they asked how many there were and it just kept saying yes or the, and i remember at one point they were like dude we should go and it said no really loudly yeah like i 
I hated yeah there there's that. it starts answering stuff that they're not asking to it they're yeah. talking to each other and it's chiming in like super fast it's creepy I highly recommend listening to it if you got the gut but it's so scary um it's also so funny that they were like we didn't get anything because in this same video they have the faucet turn on yeah the of the shower and the sink the bathroom lights do something yeah the door closes they have it's so creepy to watch because there it's a, a shot of all of them just sitting there you can see all of them mm-hmm. except the one that's behind the camera yeah they're behind the camera yeah and you the closet's open and you can see into the closet in the robe just yeah st- it doesn't like sway it like jerks it gets pulled it like moves really subtly and just starts swinging no the amount of shit that happens but it's in like, the background of the video that they don't realize is happening until it's pointed out they just keep getting frustrated though because they like wanted more stuff to happen and it's like bro it's fine they've also done seances on yeah. the boat um with like guests sometimes they've brought on and they've also been on other people's channel when yeah. they go to the boat they've been to it like a ton of times it's and right always find stuff and they like one time walked down the hall to b340 mm-hmm. and they were outside the door yeah and there was knocking from in the room I hate that and there was knocking from like a thing above them yeah it's always the knocks i hate them. the knocks like especially with the boat because it's not just a Sam and Colby thing. Like, I think the Queen Mary is the first time they've had that much of an encounter. Yeah, where they could... Where res- they communicated. Yeah. They say that that's what convinces them. You know, that yeah. experience was what, like, threw them into the ghost hunting. Because, you know, they started with urban exploring yeah. and would, like, find these weird situations. And then that started violating YouTube's terms of service. <laughs> yeah, and the, they got arrested for trespassing a Twice. couple times. And... <laughs> Lots of stuff, but... um, I have the shirt with Colby's mugshot on it. It's so good. It's so good. Another thing is, like, they... Some of the videos, they'll get weird orbs. Yeah. Especially in the seance one, I noticed, where they do a seance with some people. Mm-hmm. Keen and JC. Yeah. They, um... There's a bunch of orbs in that video for some reason. There's weird lighting stuff, and they also have cameras fall over. Mm-hmm. Um, There was another weird one. Oh, we've talked about it on here. Where they're in the hallway mm-hmm. and at the end of the hallway you can see ah, a girl I with long one. black hair just you just peers into the doorway and peers out and yeah. they don't notice it they don't people, react at all people in twitter they it's not even they like in editing they noticed it no. and pointed it out people on twitter had to point it out to them and they like reacted on there and that's also when they let it slip that there was nothing at the end of that hallway yeah like at first people were like there's someone looking around the corner at you like was that a person and, and like, they were nothing's like that's over not there possible like that is an alcove and they had just walked from over there yeah they were, they like, were standing a- over there that's not a place that someone could have been hiding yeah super creepy they have caught like reflections in glass too yeah that it's really cool to go on like reddit and stuff because people comment on these videos of stuff they didn't even notice you can see outlines of apparitions too in some of the videos like behind them they also go into areas they're not supposed to silly goofies uh because they do come from urban Urban exploring exploring, which Uh, is just breaking and ending and they like they just catch weird things yeah unsettling um what's some other things they they talk about bloody mary a lot Um, there's also instructions in room b40 on how to do bloody mary which i think is funny which i think is funny because that's not where bloody mary comes from 
It's just the same name. Yeah, it's a different Mary. It's a different Mary. Um, but they also leave, like, an Ouija board and tarot yeah. cards. So I think it's, like, anything that can make anything happen, they're, like, do it in here. But they did Bloody Mary, and then nothing happened, and they walked out of the room, and then that's when the faucet turns on. Yeah. Like, which is terrifying. Like, sir. And they got mad nothing happened. Do you make the connections? Like, shit happened to you. <laughs> and then you talk to a demon for literally 40 minutes. Oh, it's crazy. It's literally 40 minutes. It's and at a- some points in that video, you can hear, like... People freak out. Different panicking, but it's, like, weird. Because, like, there was one point where I think it's Colby... It's like, Sam, are you okay? Yeah, because Sam, Sam, like, loses, Sam? he zones like, out bad. Like, he's completely bad. not there for a second. And then and he chimes back and he's like, what's wrong? People think he got possessed there. No, yeah. Or was, like, something was trying to get into him. Because he just had an un... It, it was just weird, the way There's that they were talking to him. There's also a huge theory about Sam, like, getting possessed in that. Mm-hmm. Because he, like is super aggressively enthusiastic yeah. in some of the next videos about, like, doing stuff he would normally be scared to do. Yeah. Which is, people just notice that his, like, personality switches for a yeah. little bit. And some people think something happened on Queen Mary. Damn, Queen Mary and then Jake. I do want to <laughs> We can circle back to this, but I want to make sure I get this note in because this episode's kind of long. But we're going to circle back to Walt Disney. Yes, For please. a second. Uh, so, like I said, he wanted to make the port, uh... Port Disney, and there's going to be, like, this ocean-themed ride about the, the different world oceans. But for the boat, he wanted to turn it into a Haunted Mansion-esque attraction. That's creepy. And he wanted it to be about the boat. So he wanted to keep the history. He wanted to, like, you know, he knew of the spooky reputation it already had and that it just looked spooky because it was old. Uh, and he wanted the guides to dress as the people I told you stories about. So, like, someone dressed as the engineer. Someone dressed as another famous person that was on the boat. So, it was some of the people that, like, have ghost stories and some people that were just associated with the boat. But, like, wanted it to be dressed up. Like, they were characters. And lead you on these tours and bring you to the haunted spots like Door 13. Yeah. B340. The engine room. The office that was a salon. Some of the lounges have, like, ghost stories associated with them. And he wanted these ghosts to bring you to their ghost story. Cool. <laughs> Which is so cool. Cool. No, um, that's, that's sick. That's sick. Um, so I was mad at first when I heard he just wanted to make it into, like, a Disney hotel. But then when I found out he just, like, wanted to keep the, like, play up the history. No, yeah. I thought that was a little bit more fun. But, yeah, they would take you to, like, B340. Uh, they would take you to the to like anywhere it would literally just be it bring you somewhere and you'd hear their story yeah which i think is really fun but it would end with b340 because at this time it had already had the reputation reputation. of being the most haunted and he wanted to implement technology here in this part i had a problem with to make it like play it up a little bit Uh so make creaks happen in the room and like so that everyone would have an experience yeah to make this as like a almost a ride or like an event that would happen faucets would turn on like they do now doors open and close spooky sounds spooky images like appearing in the mirror but this plan never even got started yeah so some people think that like some of that technology is left over but it didn't happen it never happened the money never even like got put in to do it like it it Walt Disney didn't own the boat for long enough. But that stuff is still happening no that's which is so weird that he was gonna play up these things that ghosts are just making happen on their own they're like Um, bro hire me 
Yeah, I just I think pay it's me a, a salary. The ghosts are doing it without special effects. But that's why the room was closed for so long. Hmm. They wanted to turn that room into something, and he had it closed because they were going to start working on it. Yeah. They never did. Mm. And then it just stayed closed as, like, storage and yeah. stuff. Having this haunted reputation and being closed off to the public makes it seem even worse. Yeah. So this, like, mix of, like, playing up the haunted nits, and even Walt Disney was, wasn't was going to try to ignore the ghost part, was going to play into it when walt disney agrees <laughs> that's a problem in the fact that it was closed down for so long i hate that he it just it. builds and builds and builds on this reputation of just yeah of scary and so your subconscious lets you like into all these scary stuff yeah so since you go in knowing it's haunted and spooky your brain allows more of it to happen through like how an ouija board works yeah it works through your subconscious you let the ghost and the spirits use your subconscious to yeah. like meld the two energies or whatever so a lot of people think that's why this this room specifically gets so much of a rap yeah it's because so much gets pinpointed on it and then so when you go in saying this is the most haunted place your subconscious is able to play into it more every noise is haunted every little thing that happens isn't just something weird it's because of a ghost talking to you yeah it any little thing that happens you're gonna think is a ghost so that's why it just keeps building and building that reputation in that room which i thought was cool damn um but yeah that is the queen mary damn (laughs) hated that yeah, I had no clue Walt Disney had it. <laughs> yeah, that's just such a weird piece of history to know. Just the casual Disney intermission in what there. What a crossover. Um, the greatest queen of all time. That's so funny. My wife, yeah, I'm sure she'd love that. No. <laughs> Was talking about Dude, Victoria. That guy's probably like, oh no, <laughs> I gotta go back and like repaint some stuff. No, that that poor man. <laughs> He expected him to agree, so he had already started, like, on the paperwork and stuff, and now he had to go back and change it. Dude. Dude. Disney wanted to make it Haunted Mansion 2.0. That would have been so cool, though. It would have been, but it definitely would have taken away from the realism of it. Yeah, it it does get made into a haunted, not haunted, a historical location after he has it. Yeah. Um, So he could have, like, just taken it apart if he wanted it to, but they eventually, there's protections on it now. Glad. Um uh but not from ghost it's still haunted yeah <laughs> definitely still haunted. i want to go so bad it's 500 dollars a night now to stay in 340 jesus um which is crazy split between four people though you can fit a lot of people in there yeah i'm just saying it There's was like couch it, it, it was yeah they had a pull-out bed for the couch a big bed you can make people sleep on the floor like just get so many no, people yeah. in there it's not expensive no yeah um i didn't look how much other rooms were but I did see you had to pay for, like, some of the ghost tours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they weren't too terribly, like, overcharged. Yeah. So I really want to go and do some of the tours to hear some of the stories that you don't hear as much. Yeah. Because there's the staples of, like, Door 13. Yeah. Uh, the pool being a haunted place and stuff like that. But there's so. probably some more details on the ghost tour. Yeah. And, like, little stuff that just doesn't get spread as much. Yeah. So. I love that. And then you could casually go to Griffith Park. Yeah. Just and the like, Biltmore. Make a little road trip out of it. Skip on over. Isn't the Cecil also in California? Yeah. California's got some shit they need to work out. <laughs> Do you see they painted over the Cecil sign? Really? The historic, like, painted on the side of the building, Hotel Cecil. Like, last month they painted over it and made it super modern and, like, green and colorful. Ew. Yeah, it's gross. 
painting over his historic signs and stuff is so weird to me but like i kind of get it with the cecil because the cecil had like not a bad reputation a, a terrible, terrible re- like a cursed reputation that lost them like made people bankrupt kind of reputation. no yeah and it wasn't even like a ooh, let's go there to see ghosts and stuff it's, it's like you go to the cecil if you want to get mugged no people got murdered in here and like three different serial killers used it as a base yeah it's in skid row yeah you don't go it's to the not cecil. in a great area um so it they're just kind of painting over it now and it's like that don't change the area you're in baby no it's still called the cecil we know we know but i also will never go i want to go see it i don't want to stay at it no i want to go in the middle of the day like not park my car near it with a bodyguard yeah with a group of people not alone and just go, like, see it for a little while and then Uber out of there. No, yeah. Far away from there. The Cecil's just dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's scary one... stories associated with the Cecil. If you don't remember, um, Eliza Lamb happened at the Cecil. Yeah. Um, the night Richard Ramirez stayed there. Happened at the Cecil. Uh, and there was another guy who stayed at the Cecil. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember his name. Because someone with people were killed in the Cecil. Yeah. By one guy. There was, like, stories of people would kill you just to kill you. Like, you'd walk in off the street and you'd die for no reason. It'd just be, like, robbed. Crazy. Some people on, like, heavy drugs, like, went, like, lost their minds in some of the rooms. It's one of the places where people would write in their own blood on the walls. The Cecil is the entrance to hell. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I know we say Bobby Mackey's. It's not. No, there's two. It's the Cecil. (laughs) Dude, that even the area just has so much going on. They had that tuberculosis outbreak. Yeah. Um, TB. And then it is literally in Skid Row. Just a wild place. But yeah, they painted over the sign. I think that's... I hate that. I think that's weird. Because it's like... Maybe change the name. Just... If you want to rebrand, put some energy in. Rebrand a little bit more because... When I hear the word Cecil Hotel, nothing good pops into my head. No. I think we've said during the Eliza Lamb, we would do a Cecil. Yeah. Its own episode. Cecil needs a three-part series. So many people died in that building. No, literally everything that could happen in that building did. There is just a Richard Ramirez intermission. Yeah, Where, like, he was just there for, like, long enough that it's included in his descriptions. Like, also at the DeSoto, where he, like, was part of the, like, devil-worshipping How the fuck was this dude just vibing, like, everywhere? How did he, like, know where all the wrong places were? How did he get involved with all of the bad things? Mm-hmm. It's the, like, that's wild to me. No, yeah. He just, like, happened to be in these areas where terrible things are happening. No, yeah. So many. So much. So many, so much. So many, so much. And welcome to the Morbid <laughs> Mundane. <laughs> so many, so much. So little time. So this episode's a long one. Yeah. I feel like we've said that about every episode we've recorded recently, though. Yeah, I think we've just had good stories recently. No, yeah. They're just bordering on long this time. Yeah, I think that's fine. You pause them. No, yeah, and we get, they're longer because you're going to be away and it's going to be And the intermission, I feel like, is a good stopping point. Yeah. Like, if you can only listen to an hour's long yeah. podcast episode, stop we it in the middle. literally cut it in half for you. Yeah, so hopefully that, I like, one time I thought about, like, we could, like, make every 
make two episodes out of what we do one episode with now. Yeah. So, like, release one early in the week and release one later in the week. Mm. But I don't know. I think it's fun to all come out at once. And you could just pause whenever you need to. We'll let the council vote. And by the council, (laughs) I mean, like, the the Discord. Discord. (laughs) Those same, like, few people... Always, always voting i had to teach Erin how to use discord the other day though she was like i feel so left out <laughs> and i was like it's an app bro it's, it's just a group chat yeah it's just texting if you're scared you don't know how to use discord i promise it's safe it, we'll tell you how to use it it's literally just like a group message yeah except there's like and you can add yourself yeah and there's like different rooms in the group message yeah so you type in this room in the general one which is the one we always type in yeah. so if you're scared to use it just stay in that room no, yeah. you don't have to worry about the other ones but like one of the other ones you go in and it's like a group me you can vote on stuff in yeah there. so that's why we use it it's got like nice controls it's so fun and ours is cute it's fun. It's not rancid. We have some cute little symbols. It's all very cottage core. <laughs> it is. Which is kind I of funny given the, our the vibe of the Discord compared to the vibe of the podcast. <laughs> we it's really got were fruit and stuff all over it. <laughs> we and really sparkles. were just like make it cute. And it distracts from the fact that we are just talking about. Yeah, one of them we literally have awful TikToks. Ooh. Cursed TikToks is Did all you that's see in the here. Eyeball gumball machine. Yeah. <laughs> It's, like, bad stuff, but it's literally, like, apple emoji, (laughs) sparkle, spooky. (laughs) It's, like... So, don't be scared of the Discord. No, yeah. Please join it. Join us on other stuff, too. Instagram. Yeah, TikTok. TikTok. That's all of them. (laughs) Discord. Discord. Yeah, we said that Instagram, TikTok, Discord. It's not hard. Three things. You can do it. There's a Google Drive in there. That hasn't been updated. We have to update it before you leave for the summer. Or yeah. else we're going to be like 30 episodes behind. Oh my god. We also do have a YouTube that is about 40 episodes behind, I think. Yeah. I want to sit down and fix it. It's just so much. YouTube takes forever to upload. YouTube takes forever to upload and the videos take forever to export. Yeah. Like the the podcast, when I export it, takes max the most of long. Like it's five minutes, maybe. And it's usually closer to two or three. And it takes like 10 minutes to upload. Not even. YouTube takes three hours per. Like, it's weird. Why? Why? It's the same thing. It's just a picture. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, I'll fix it. I hate it. I'll sit down and like sort through it. Never. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) We're done with school yeah happy summer to anyone who's listening that well it's gonna uh, this episode is coming out in a while yeah this does it's yeah. a little late we'll have whatever whatever you're doing enjoy it that. have a good day <laughs> good, goodbye goodbye